0: Unforgiving lands across the impossible expanse. A mirage calls a distant oasis. We chase what most consider myth, pursue an obsession. That's what pushes us to greatness. The Oasis. It's real. The 400i by Origin Jumpworks.
1: good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Soul Citizens. I am Griffin Gaming RPG, and we are back after a very extensive, long weekend of so many cool things to talk about, and today we are here to talk about CitizenCon 2951 with a great crew of people. We've got six of us here, six times the fun, and an hour and a half late. But we appreciate you guys being here. <laughs> we had some technical issues tonight, so we truly appreciate those of you who saw us on Twitter or kept checking back or just kind of hung around in the channel and talked. Happy 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 to be there. Pars, good to see hey, good to see you. <laughs> He's, griff is my dad oh my god Um, it's good to see you um you well, we got another one yeah
2: I know worse this is true
1: <laughs> i probably could do worse you're right but no thank you all for being here tonight let me introduce this great cast of people that we have here uh let's start off at the top. With the man himself, the man who uh the name I always love, Dark Knight 75. What's up my brother? Hey,
0: what's up? What's going on? I'm doing okay over here. Good. Enjoying the weekend was wonderful. We'll talk more about that mm-hmm. and my first citizen con. Couldn't ask for more. Really? Oh, this
1: was your first one? This was the
0: first one. Oh, yep. dude. Oh, so, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. So we got a lots to go on. I got tons of stuff no. that I got out of it. Pardon, pardon, <laughs> the, yeah.
1: pardon the old man being blind. What's the picture behind you? I can't see it. 300Eye. Oh, 300Eye. I, I didn't
0: get the video for the 400 yet.
3: Oh, okay, okay. You're working on it. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Cool. cool. it was in stealth mode, invisible.
1: Cool, cool. Yep. All right. All oh,
3: right. Oh, there is. it is. Oh,
1: nice, yeah. nice. Okay. Yeah,
0: a going on back love that, love that, love that.
1: All right, yes. and next to him, the man with the plan from the ATL. He's got that serious ride behind him that for, for some reason, I man. Oh, what okay, you talking so, but about? It reminds me of the 400i. <laughs> I was just about to say that, dude. That's like that no, is like no, some no. stealing for the 400i <laughs> must have come from that. The man himself, go mad. What's happening, my brother? What's happening? Oh, man, we good, man. Glad to be here, you know. Good, uh, good. Lots
4: of fantastic stuff to talk about, mm-hmm. you know. Lots of good news this weekend. Yeah, I'm glad I, you're I on, truly...
1: dude, cuz uh, we got to talk about that G12 Vulcan and I'm go. I don't know nothing. I'm ignorant. So I am so glad you are here cuz my brain is fried, so I'm glad you're here. Thanks for dropping in for us tonight. Uh, let's see, let me drop down to the uh, far left there. On my side, that would be, or my to my right, would be the man himself, Fastcart FC, the Ambassador of Star Citizens. How are you?
5: I'm all right. Griffin, do I have time to run to the bathroom?
1: No, I'm kidding. Come oh, listen. <laughs>
5: sure,
1: sure, Fast Carby, we're already late. Feel free, go ahead, you know? Another, another five well, you minutes know, won't you hurt.
5: Be like, you had 90 minutes to use I breath of. No, I wouldn't,
1: I wouldn't say that to you, trust me. After all this time, five minutes is not gonna make a difference at this point. And uh, let me skip over one box over to good friend, guy that we see, we don't see enough of out here because he's always working and making his millions. The man himself, who is our veteran, who's been in this uh, whole development crowdfunding longer than any of the citizens. The man himself, unique, who is dressed to the nines in his CIG <laughs> gear tonight. What's
6: up, man? Oh not much. Sorry, way past my bedtime after this late start. But you know <laughs> oh, oh, oh
1: no. We gotta make sure we, we gotta make sure we, we make it worth your while then tonight. Yeah, let's let's have some
6: wild discussions.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. awesome, awesome. And last but not least, the man who uh I've just has become such a great friend to the Soul Citizens. He's become a good friend. He always keeps us high energy and laughing. Uh I, I gotta introduce this guy from Black Sky Legion, Kaizen. What's up, man? Gone. Bienvenidos.
3: <laughs> no, am I not
1: here? You're here.
3: What's going on? <laughs> yeah, you're here. <laughs> Bienvenidos a uh, Black Sky Legion E Soul
1: Citizen. Ah. Great. Well, we are happy to have you back again, man. You, you you're starting to rack up. You're gonna be up like with Paul Shelley with return visits and stuff to the show, I yeah. think. Between Here's Paul and maybe uh maybe uh uh what's the name of uh, No, 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 Busters <laughs> does not even have as many I think Shiver might be, it's between him and Paul, who probably have the two most visits so far, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta try to get on the Best Star Citizen show as much as
1: possible. Oh, that's Hell so yeah. sweet of you to say. Thank you, so man. nice of you to it's say. Fastcard must have told you he's paying you for being here tonight. So that's okay if that's mm-hmm. what he told you. That's fine. <laughs> yeah,
5: I'm I gonna pay someone else, that I'm not gonna pay it. Well, that's so. Wait for that check, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still wait for that check. I told
1: be, you that
3: earlier today. It's gonna be a long <laughs> wait, too. Long wait. Okay. Well,
1: anyway, listen. We are going to jump into it because our 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 viewers have been already waiting. And, and, and like you said, Kai, the good thing is, is that it is for many people, at least in the States, it's a holiday tomorrow. So for those of you who can hang, that's great. For those of you who uh, obviously have to leave because we understand Monday's a work day. Thank you for hanging out for us as long as you can. Uh, let's see who we got here. Lady Raincloud followed us tonight, which is great. Uh, hey, so I don't know if you're still here, but if you are, thank you. And if not, we're sending our love anyway. Thank you for, uh, for following us tonight. Okay, let's just jump into it. Uh, CitizenCon 2951. Did everybody get to watch it first off? At least once. Yep. At least hell once. Yeah. Did anybody get to watch it more than once?
3: Oh, hell Bits and yeah. pieces. Okay,
1: all right. <laughs> I, I got like two episodes in out of seven. I'm still behind. Um, <laughs> I, so only them,
5: I, I only watched them, I did too.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's going to be some stuff that's going to, uh, you know, it's going to take some time to digest because there was a lot mm. of information. Uh, Fast Cart and I were on. And by the way, you all... Fast Cart and I were on with Paul Shelley earlier today. Many of you all know that the Astro Pub is doing a 24 hour uh, charity stream uh, for Doctors with, uh, be, uh, Without Borders. And we were there this afternoon with uh, Space Tomato, had a really, really great time with him. Uh, and so when we leave here tonight, we're probably gonna bounce you guys in his direction so you guys can send some love to him because he is on our 20, no, hour 12, 13, 14 hours and 40 minutes right now. And he's going all the way till 6 a.m. tomorrow. So try to hang in with us and if you can, when we send you over there, send some love to him. And if you're interested in donating to uh, Doctors Without Borders, we really wanna encourage you to do that because they're a great organization. Um, but in the meantime, we were there today talking about what our feelings were about Citizen CitizenCon 2951. Let me go around the clock real quick and ask everybody, and I, and I know this is kind of a hard thing to respond when I ask this question, but my question is gonna be from one to 10, from one to 10, how would you rate this particular Citizen CitizenCon 2951? Now you could do it okay. based upon it as a standalone, or you could do it based upon what you've seen previously from previous recordings or previous experiences. So Dark Knight, I'm gonna start out with you. What would you give it from one to 10? 10 being the gr- really great, super great. Mm-hmm. One being mm-hmm.
0: eh. I'm not giving it a 10. Okay. And the, and the reason I'm not giving it a 10 is because I haven't experienced what a full citizen con really would have been like mm-hmm. if I was there in person mm-hmm. and know what it was like. I only know from other videos, and that experience is different than what we experienced in a virtual citizen con. So I'll give it like an 8. It was very well done. It was very well produced. There were some issues, you know, little things in there that I was like, yeah. But overall, I would have given about an 8. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool.
1: Go, mm-hmm. oh, man. Solid six and a half. Okay, okay, six and a half. Solid six and a half. Okay, FC. Seven. Seven. Uh, yeah. Kai. I gotta agree with my
3: man DK. I think that was in somewhere between an eight and a nine. So I'll give it eight and a half.
1: Okay, okay.
6: And unique. Oh, uh, mm, uh seven and a half. Uh, I don't know. It felt, uh Like to me, it felt like it was. Some live stuff, but cutting to some pre-recorded stuff. Mm. Uh, I think a lot of people wouldn't have noticed, but I, you know, mm-hmm. they didn't call me a liar, but I'm pretty sure I detected that.
1: No, no, no. You're you're absolutely oh, yeah. right. That's most of the se- mm-hmm. all of the all of the se- all of the sessions were definitely pre-recorded. Disco was live. Commercials ran live. Um, I don't know if any, if Chris's part was live, but we but mm-hmm. they did confirm that they were recorded, pre-recording most of the sessions that were there. So you hit it right on the and mark.
3: They- I mean, it, it's only smart even some of the segments that sorry no oh, sorry
5: even se- so, so some of the segments that disco did were pre-recorded too especially that um when, when it had the uh it image pop-up or whatever that that, that was pre-recorded
6: mm-hmm. okay yeah, i would i would i would have preferred disco hosted the thing and then went to the clips mm. and like he was hosted in live mm-hmm. and jumped to the I, I think that would have been better production value wise
1: mm. wow but big black couple, gaming hang you. on a second um, big black gaming thank you so much for those bits we really appreciate that thank you so much
6: thank you big black yeah what were you saying you fc BBG,
5: uh, right I, I understand what you're saying, but I think uh, Disco will be afraid to tell you that people, there's some people in the community, I think that, that too much Disco going around, so he, that, 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 he, he, he probably wanted to step back mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah, yeah,
1: really? but 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 Have but, but the thing guy? yeah, but the thing is, for Citizen that is usually the time where he and Tyler, even if it was just the other community people too, right? Because yeah. they usually trade off between different community yeah. folks, yeah, and we didn't leader. get that. Yeah, we didn't I'm get that this year. He'd
5: be he, he the first one to, to say that some people are, t- are tired, tired of, of
6: yeah. Brand, yeah, but, I, you know, it could have been anybody or a set of people doing the live stream and just introducing the things and mm-hmm. the continuity mm-hmm. between them.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't I even think, think about the that.
6: The he was taking then would have fit in better. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just from a production value. Yeah. It was still high high quality Mm -hmm. just to me it would add another you know 1.5 to it or something
1: yeah yeah that's that's an interesting thing because one of the things that i mentioned on paul's show that was missing and obviously there's no control over it and you know this unique when you go to a convention most the other 50 percent of it is convention right it's connecting with people and so when everything's kind of pre-recorded like you said you don't get that interaction dynamic and it's hard enough to do it on a screen um, so I didn't even think about that, but yeah, normally we would have seen from yeah, the other community folks, blah, 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 they would have moved the camera around and, and it, it may have I was been good nice. good
6: too. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. never typed in the one thing is like, why are you people asking questions to pre recorded sessions?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I didn't type
6: I didn't type Yeah. It. Didn't type yeah. It. Oh. yeah. That's true. Cause people did do mm-hmm. that. You're right. I, I was know. ready to drop you're oh, I read on, like, oh. I read on Spectrum. Oh, yeah, well, Go to, to be
5: fair, Disco did respond to, to, some, to, to some of the... Um, no, but he's talking about people yeah. were
1: actually asking questions of Todd yeah, nah, Pappy nah, nah. on screen, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. What do you say, go, Matt?
4: I was reading on Spectrum that people were like, man, that is a really long Inside Star Citizen.
1: Oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, we got ratings from everybody. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and kick off and start talking about this very first opening. Thanks again, everybody who just arrived. We ran a little late because we had technical difficulties, but we really appreciate you all being here. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here with us. Um, let's start Maybe off with the
5: hmm. just said it was a really long IFC. Oh, really long ISG, Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and start talking a little bit about what we saw. Um, as you guys know, Chris did his intro. Um, it was only a five-minute intro. It seemed like it was pre-recorded because it, they were really trying to. They had this time schedule of what they were trying to do. Uh, So we didn't get the normal thing where Chris comes out, does a lot of talking, uh, maybe goes a little bit over what's gonna happen for the day, uh, goes through what we would consider like that first big presentation. uh, And then usually at the end, he wraps up with a second half. A lot of Mm -hmm. it was just strictly based around the sessions this year, which was something that DK for you was definitely different because this was not the normal, even though the sessions were a part of the format, Chris's part was definitely totally changed this year. Okay, (laughs) definitely totally changed. Um, So let's uh, let's take a look at uh, the first session. Now, what I'm what I'm going to do, folks, is that we're not going to play any of it. We're just going to talk about it because everybody saw it, and I just want to get uh, different people on the panels' feelings about what they did see. Um, one of the first things I do want to focus on, you know, in fact, I'm not going to show this thing. I'm going to show part of the very first session, which was life in the verse. Um, I want to show this one. Uh, And I want to get you guys feedback on really this opening that came up. Um, They did this whole thing with showing us the new entrance into a wormhole or black hole, not black hole, but wormhole or gateway, whatever the case may be. When we left in 2019, they had a gate that we passed through for Pyro. They spent a lot of time at the beginning of the session talking about this new way of getting in. One way Mm -hmm. that will be well protected via UEE and another way that you could enter in where criminals and stuff could possibly come in through a different way. Um, Mm. What did you guys think about what you saw? You talk about graphics, I'm gonna start with you, Unique. You talk about graphics, you could talk about, you know, the change from last time or maybe what you heard was being shared or anything with this particular session.
6: So the thing that got me was that the jump holes are organic. Mm. They they produced them, they're not man-made, so they're, they're manifesting themselves naturally in space Mm -hmm. Uh, so that already opens the door to hey one just showed up and you're jumping out to one of the new solar systems that as they build them and drop them into the game so it doesn't have to be built by any sort of beings Mm. so i like that a lot
1: okay yeah
6: and they look gorgeous
1: yeah it did it did yeah uh dk let me jump to you Mm mm-hmm what do you think yeah, about I,
0: I, I agree with, uh, I agree with Unique on that, too. Um, it, it, that was one of the things that made sense to me than having this artificial jump gate that they had at the, at the, at the first one. I don't know if – I, I can't remember exactly how it was built, but it looks like those ring gates that they had floating mm-hmm. out in the, out into the um, clouds there mm-hmm. that were that looked destroyed. It looked like those were the ones originally that they mm-hmm. had planned to use, but I like the organic look of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks fantastic. It is – just the cloud tech itself wow okay. i mean it's, it's just beautiful
2: okay
1: uh let's jump a little bit ahead here go map we're looking at right now i'm gonna jump to you these are some of those stations that they talked about that we're going to be stumbling into in pyro i think they even one of them might have been even ruin station but they were talking about how explorable these places will be when we come into those areas uh any thoughts on what you saw in life in the verse
4: yeah i like the um uh the bespoke exteriors of these stations, right, as opposed to kind of the the stations that we currently have in standing. Going Stanton. in and
2: out.
1: No, he's he's coming through clear for me. No. Oh. Hmm. Go ahead.
4: thank it, fast <laughs> I was on a roll. <laughs>
1: Right. No, I got to start over again. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> uh, but no, it,
4: uh, the, you know, the, the they all, they're all they all different. They all have their own uh, unique characteristics based upon where they're at, who's settled upon them, mm-hmm. what they were doing, what, what they were used for before they were abandoned and then reclaimed. So mm-hmm. I, I appreciate the variety that they're adding uh, into the game as opposed to the current, you know, the current ones kind of have some variety, but they when you get in, I wonder once you get into the these stations, will they have, will they maintain that variety uh, as opposed to now where all of the stations kind of look exactly the same with boxes just rearranged in different ways.
1: Mm, interesting. Okay. But I did,
4: I do remember, you know, they did talk about, you know, these different stations where, you know, some of them have rain, um, in them based upon the heat, right? using heaters and the heat rising and creating
1: condensation, Yeah. you know, oh. close to the top.
4: So no, I, I, you know, can
6: appreciate that. Okay.
1: Kai, I'm gonna jump to you. Um, they're showing us in this video right now, they were giving us some of the, the terrains that we're mm-hmm. gonna be looking forward to in Pyro. Anything impress you about that? Was it the stations? Was it the cloud oh. tech? Was it the wormhole? What, what got you?
3: All, all of it. So the cloud tech was amazing. It was, it was next level. It was way beyond what we have right now in Crusader. Mm-hmm. Then they showed like moss on the rocks. They showed different types of plant uh like different types of vegetation they showed different types of rocks growing off of the like valleys and 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 hills mm-hmm. and, and whatnot just all of it looked amazing i was crazy psyched for all of that
1: mm. okay okay fc what about you life in the verse anything else stick out with you i know we're going to talk about it a little bit later we'll get into the, the demo that they showed but anything in particular with life in the verse
5: there was so much detail in the, on the planet nebula and i like how they, they were showing some of some of how they create Nebula or mm. how they um change them around and stuff like that for the um for, for the game uh yeah they, they really look beautiful And the cloud tech i gotta agree look beautiful i'm really looking forward to, to seeing them in the, in the game mm.
1: yeah i was definitely impressed with w- w- what we saw um, and I think we had all kind of agreed that we would probably see some elements of pyro uh, because we know that that's where you know, we're about to leap off. I think the whole uh, thing even began with them saying, we've been spending all this time in our lives in Stanton and it's now time to start looking to move forward. Um, I, I I agree with you. You know, I grew up uh, in high school, the DK, I read a book that was called Stargate and I was always mm-hmm. impressed by it. It was one of my first introductions to this interdimensional dimensional jumping. Um, and so I was actually in 2019 excited when I saw the gate, because that's the first thing that popped in my mind was the old Stargate. And for those of you who've mm. played EVE, you're used to jumping, you know, jump, jump, gates. jump to gates. Jump, uh, yep. It was mm-hmm. interesting to see them spin this into a whole different thing. I thought yeah. that that wormhole, whatever it is, it was beautiful. The layering mm-hmm. in it and the nebula, I mean, this took that, what we saw with the uh, coil previously, you can see oh, that wow. they've just enhanced it even more. Uh, and I'm also looking at not just the graphics dynamic, I'm, I'm gonna go go mab a little bit here, because I agree with him on this part, that when things are in the game, they, they should be meaningful. And I'm hoping that going into those areas are meaningful. Because um, I remember they talked about how, when you face the one that's leading into um, Stanton, that you get a more smooth and nice looking kind of thing. But when you're gonna go toward Pyro, it looks a little bit more menacing and more ominous, Mm -hmm. you know, and not only that, I hope that there's some dynamic effects, uh, when you're, you know, when you're having to travel through them, um, you know, and then later on with other nebulas, whether there's some other things that happen, ions, or whatever it is, and I don't know all the science, but I'm hoping that, you know, radars, you know, scanners get affected and all types of things, you know, that they're not just these great eye candy pieces and CIG has kind of told us that that will be where they're going to go with this stuff. So, it's great to see it, but I lo- I can't wait to see how it impacts us in the verse when we're doing this stuff. Um, I feel like I, feel I will like say, oh, okay,
3: wait, okay. Okay. I just feel like that was a reoccurring theme that every aspect of them discussing Pyro from the sort of PVE aspect to the PvP aspect of don't expect the cops to save you to the mm-hmm. natural aspect to the way that the nebula is formed every last part of pyro is yo watch your back because it's not safe
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they also put a safeguard in where it's not like as soon as you come through the gate you gotta worry about getting blown up right mm-hmm. they talked about the yeah. fact that there'll be a dynamic there but it does also mean that you only got a certain amount you've got a plan you know, when you go mm-hmm. in, because that safety net is only going to be there for a certain amount of time. And after that, you're on your own. So I do yeah. like the fact that they are doing something like that because they do need to make sure that, you know, as soon as you come through a gate, nobody wants to come through a gate Now heres boom, and that's it, or your ship mm-hmm. is disabled immediately. Uh, what they're going to create, we'll see, but I was really excited by it. Um, I love the terrain yeah. stuff, the stuff we're seeing on screen right now, just amazing to see how, and for yeah. those of you who remember back in the first days when we set foot on Daymar at five frames a second, and there were no hills or nothing, just rocks on the ground. And that funky little orange plant that looks like a a weird Venus flytrap, you know, that was it. And now we're starting to see a lot of the tech that's been presented over the last few months from ISC, particularly with the mountains, ridges, canyons, all that cool stuff. And something else I was truly impressed with, and we'll talk about it when we get into the demo. Did you all notice that the sky was blue with clouds? That was yeah. so yeah. cool. Sure did. So I yep. like you said the yeah. cloud tech. Like you said, that has kind of stepped up its game. Going through this rentless canyon piece right here. I just this stuff is just really really great. Let's um yeah, that, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Matt.
4: The the one thing about that the cloud tech piece. I heard a rumor that if you like slow it down and play it backwards you hear the screams of 20 series <laughs> nvidia cards all all crying out in despair because
5: they're all gonna
2: die yeah, yeah. Not-
5: well, only the nvidia cards the amd cards are fine right? mm-hmm.
0: bro, does, does oh, anybody I, have amd cards
5: oh
3: my god oh my god new world i'm not afraid that's yeah. true
1: if you can make it through new world you'll be all right
6: Yeah. No, you
4: you probably. Yeah, the the twenty series is that's that's. I'm not even talking about the
6: ten series. Yeah, Griff. I I want you to think about the organic stargates now. Mm. Just Mm. from the possibility of the gameplay, since they came into creation organically, Mm -hmm. they could also leave anytime organically. Yeah. 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 Also, you can't control them as a player. That's right. That's right. right? That's that's right. You can fight for the area, but you can't. Mm Yeah, electronically take over mm-hmm. or build one yourself. Yeah, so they might come in and out of existence like a some sort of pulsar kind of thing. And yeah, I mean that this opens a lot of different things in gameplay. Absolutely, and timing and planning and Yeah, uh, mm-hmm.
2: if they, they use that it, in Eve. They, yeah, we yeah. we yeah,
1: yeah we talked about that. Remember in Eve, but yeah, I mean mm-hmm. when you think about the fact, and not to mention, you know, it, it, there's a there's several things. It's a unique point. For those of us who are into the exploration, right? The cartography and stuff, being able to chart this stuff, staying on top of it, if you're doing it for your org, um, when you stumble across one, one that wasn't there last week, right? uh, I'm wondering what type of tools they'll give us. Maybe they'll give us tools unique that allow us to, when we scan it, we can start to see that it's becoming unstable, right? And instability means that you probably got about one or two days before this sucker might disappear. Mm -hmm. I remember in EVE- I I think they just gave
6: us a reason for the endeavor.
1: There you go. Or a gold rush. Right, or right, absolutely. But listen, I'm gonna tell you something that was painful. If you ever went through a wormhole in EVE or something and that sucker disappeared and you were way out in yonder, dude, the worst. The worst. That was yeah. like that,
5: that's like that episode of um when, when the Ferengi and the, and the shuttle crew would go into the unstable wormhole and mm-hmm. the Ferengi got left behind.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Space space is a thing
3: and you might miss it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. on the screen right now, I want to go to this because this is going to lead into us talking about the, um, uh. the demo. Um, we've been seeing this for months too. We've been seeing this thing with um, homesteads, housing. Uh, we've talked about... You know the idea of whether there'll be things such as farming, people being able to live, and we know that they're starting out with NPCs in the beginning. Uh, did this get anybody's you know churn going when they saw this stuff, or was it like, eh, it's just more homestead stuff? Or oh God, no! That was the most like. Don't get me wrong. The new ships were hype. Mm-hmm.
2: The
3: the 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 new plants and the uh, and the new ro- like mountain formations and the new. Um, Clouds were hype, mm-hmm. but this the part of we're going to show you habs. And oh, by the way, this isn't a dev tool, this mm-hmm. is what you can use to. And they even said it with a wink be mm-hmm. your own yes. pioneer yes. and build your own basis. Mm-hmm. This was the single biggest hype of the entire sitcom for me. Mm-hmm. This was legit. This was um too damn hype. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, DK, what about you? What did you think about this whole thing with the homesteads and what was leading up into the demo?
0: I was sitting there thinking about it. We were talking about it. I was like, I need to, I, I see my rug going here. <laughs> I'm going to put some, you know, get my uh, fire pit over there and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But no, it looked pretty, you know, I it, the tech that's coming along to put this kind of stuff together, what they are showing about putting the different parts and how they all intertwine together and mm-hmm. you can vary, uh, you know, uh, different variations of each of those parts can come up with different uh, uh, different building types. I thought that was really cool because it does take that little bit of a procedural uh, aspect to it, but also put it into it uh, you know, with some handcrafted. Uh, beauty. Mm. And, and I thought I thought all of those uh, all of that tech and, and you know having it possibly be at our fingertips to use to build out our own town, mm-hmm. you know or, or our homestead. that'd be awesome. That'd be phenomenal. okay. It t- takes it to a new level,
1: okay, okay. Well maybe, let me ask you because I, I don't I don't think I've ever asked you this question. Where do you plan to live? Are you the type of person who's going to be like, Nah, dude, I'm not going to deal with any, like building my own thing or, you know, my org. I'm going to be more like my house is going to be, at, you know, New Babbage up in one of the high you know, the lofts up there, right? I'm just going to pay my rent and be cool. Or are you going to say, no, maybe I'll do both. I have my little summer home somewhere. And then I also have my little penthouse uh, on Horizon. What, where, where, where's your head at when it comes to this whole homesteads and once, once players can get into it, what's your thoughts on it?
4: Actually, it's probably going to be three places, mm, right? Okay. So I'm probably going to have a, a city spot. You know, okay.
1: Uh, probably someplace where the club is We can go to the club and stuff, right?
4: <laughs> oh, no, just someplace
2: where I can easily get to the shops and, you know, okay. and,
4: and, and, you know, okay. uh, to get to what I need to get to, to quit my, uh, fleet. Um, <laughs> I'm probably going to have something, uh, on a planet, you know, my org, we do have land claims, Okay, we do plan on, uh, leveraging those across multiple systems that are in UE space. Gotcha. Um, and but my, I think my main place of residence is actually going to be on uh, a, a large ship, mm. um, notably probably the Endeavor. Wow. Okay. So uh, <laughs> uh, either Endeavor or on my orcs Javelin. Depend- I mean, this all depends, right? You know. Wow. Uh, but it's probably going to be, um, you know, you're going to, if, if you know, these large ships are, are persistent in the universe, right, and don't despawn can always log into them but let's say they stay wherever you wherever they're at when you log out you know mm-hmm. we'll you'll know, jump someplace j- drop out of quantum halfway there turn jump you know mm-hmm. and, and power for for 30 minutes in a direction where nobody else will come across <laughs> us and that'll be that'll be where my endeavor is just floating out in deep space right? uh-huh. that's, okay. that'll be my home
1: okay and right. if you're
4: in my group you can find me but if you're not good luck
1: okay you're gonna yeah. be living large okay all right i, I thought you're gonna be more the you know laid back you know just have my space and that's it but you've got a whole real estate deal going on all right cool yeah. uh let's see fc your thoughts
5: on uh, the homestead yeah, home stuff. Yeah, homestead stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean we're come I know we're leading up to the demo, but yeah, any thoughts okay. on that?
5: like my my first thought was you better keep colossal away from the fire pit because th- 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 that's that just tr- tr- trouble just waiting to happen <laughs> my second thought was oh the th- home griffin will love this mm-hmm. and, I, and, and, and 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 i and I enjoyed it too like um I'm not really in, in, into the whole base building thing like I've been playing um no man's sky and I suck at base building but it, it, it's cool, but it's not really something that I'm really deep into. But well, even if you don't
1: build one, will you have one made for yourself? Are you thinking about maybe living somewhere? You hire somebody, and they'll build a place for you, like out in the you know woods, someplace secluded, nobody's there, or you're gonna pretty much stay in populated areas.
5: Somewhere down the line, but I'll probably be staying on my ship or someplace okay. like a like a condo on Ontario or something like that.
1: Okay. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for some people, Give they say they're Fast going to carry you. Can
4: use our Pioneer. You can use our Pioneer, man. We'll build you something.
6: <laughs> oh, thank you. i appreciate it. <laughs> Unique, how about you, man? Oh, I just loved it. I was wondering if my Pioneer will be able to make all of those particular modules. Mm. So, you know, if FastCart does need a place, we'll just <laughs> roll out and build. So They say all you got
1: to do is bring the materials, FastCart. They'll slap it together for you. You don't have to worry <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's cool, that's cool. Uh, listen, is it one 1117 Sorry, we didn't have our, our thing activated for some reason, but Whammer says, thank that's you. Yeah, Whammer says, thanks for the follow. We appreciate that. Thank you for the follow. Yeah, I was pretty impressed with that. Uh, let's go ahead and follow the video a little bit more because there's a little bit, I know there's a lot we're going to want to talk about about this, even though there was other stuff, but I want to jump into this. Um, not the 400i, that's not really what I'm going to focus on. We'll do that on Ship Talk. But what I will talk about is they gave us this whole thing of a mission Wow, thank you for the subscription too, Spartan. Thank you, thank you so much. Thanks we appreciate much. that, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for the subscription. Okay, thank you. Um, so mm-hmm. let's um, let's talk a little bit about this. Usually when this has been done in the past, DK, just so you know, in case you don't know, usually they'll show the first half of this at the beginning, and then mm-hmm. they kind of close us out afterward, but in this one, it was kind of the same thing, but just two different scenarios of the same thing. Um, so let me go back and start with GoMap this time. Uh, this whole thing of mission. Cause last time we saw a mission go mad, remember we were at Microtech at New Babbage and they did the little stealth thing, right? And a lot of people kind of felt like, yeah, eh, it seems like it was a little choreographed a little bit more, but this one, it seemed like this one was kind of definitely like, you know, we saw AI really actively responding, whole bunch of other stuff. Um, and some of the new tools were put putting here too, obviously new location, all this other stuff. So give me your feedback on the, on what you saw in the demo.
4: That's cool. I, you know, like, I love the dynamic nature of it, right? Depending on how you approach it is, is mm. how the mission will go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go in and, you know, you can and, and try to buy your way in or talk your way into getting it. If you have a high enough rep, you know, uh, then they won't just be hostile to you when you first step foot. Mm. Uh, if, if you if you don't have the rep, then they might, you know, shoot on sight. So you have no other choice yeah. but to try to sneak in and steal it or bring a few of your buddies, you know, have them come in with an A2 first and,
1: you know
4: yeah yeah soften them up a bit yeah okay go in, go in blazing so I, li- I like the dynamic nature of it
1: okay I mean, I can't y- wait unique what about you what you saw as far as these all the stuff now we're looking at what any thoughts on it
6: oh i liked it um you know uh the quality of the scene mm-hmm. is a pretty amazing There's a lot of stuff in there that's possibly interactable you can probably also pick up other stuff mm-hmm. uh Again, your amount of time in there would depend on your reputation, which I like too. So yeah. if you're a stone-cold criminal, you just have a dance party in there and just pick up everything. Um, <laughs> but if you're the, you know, top ace in the UEE, then uh, you might have to, like you said, soften them up a bunch mm-hmm. <laughs> before rolling in there. So I like the three different scenes that they did and showing you that, you know, you had different alternatives and all the different routes. Mm-hmm. That was great. So, you know, each person can just play the and have a story unto themselves even though it's the same mission that's what i like yeah Yeah. i think everybody's storybook about recapping the same mission would be different between all of us you know
1: right right i don't know if that was is it mask or mace i don't want to say your name wrong but thank you so much for the follow we appreciate you stopping by tonight thank you so much um i you know one of the things i liked about it unique was that And this is always a difficult thing to do how do you create an environment for something to happen and try to stay away from it as being as linear as possible. You know what I mean? Like this, this if you gotta do this one path, right? And if you don't do this one path, something goes wrong. And I like the fact that, like you said, you can come in guns blazing, you can come in and be stealthy, uh, depending on reputation, you know, a whole lot of factors can be determined. How about this? And I'll throw this over to uh, Kai Zen. Kai, you being a former military person, what happens when you show up at a place and you ain't brought the right stuff with you? This new inventory thing, right? um Mm -hmm. you know they were doing some stuff where remember at one point they used the um the tractor beam gun to move some boxes Mm -hmm. so they could stack what happens when you didn't bring that tractor beam gun is now is is your path more difficult maybe because you didn't bring the right tool for the right job not only that but you have the concept
3: of two is one and one is none if you don't have a backup then Mm. you're not prepared for shit in situ and Mm. the fact of the matter is is if you fail like no one plans to fail but mm-hmm. most people fail to plan mm-hmm. so if you don't if you don't have your stuff right mm-hmm. and you're not ready to execute on the mission then you're just ass out and that's on you like you have a responsibility to make sure that you plan not only for everything to go right but you plan for everything to go wrong and you can still execute the mission
1: mm-hmm. okay i like that um, i like that um okay. Good fast Cart.
5: And I just say that this escalated way too quickly. Like
1: they just having a disagreement on,
5: on a price of this artifact that AI wanted on um, fifteen million, <laughs> and then he just started going <laughs> charging, blazing all over the place. It killed was...
3: everybody up in that stuff. That was just way too much. That was beautiful. Where he's like, "I've decided not to pay the price," and then he just pulls out a weapon and he shoots <laughs> the guy in the head. I was like, "Yo, that went from nothing to yeah." Well, yeah. it, well, admittedly, quick, huh? admittedly,
1: that was for demonstration purposes, right? I mean, because yeah, who I mean, knows yeah. how long that would have gone on? But I think they wanted to be able to show us the interactions, right, and being able to do something. I know for me, that was like that
3: was like Detroit level. Oh, oh, oh,
1: absolutely. Oh no, this is straight. That was straight GTA Five stuff. I'm not going to argue that point with you, okay? Um, I, this hey, Will is Smith
6: said, "No Plan B distracts from Plan A." Yeah. Now, there was something
1: that did happen that I did appreciate. And they talked about this a little bit during their discussion about the environment. And I didn't think about this because I know we had been questioning a few weeks ago. There was a um, a sneak peek. And it was one of those bags on the ground that was filled with some type of grain or seed or something. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, we were yeah. talking about it. And, 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 right. And 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 the subject came up and we all kind of laughed about it because we were all kind of like, you know, man, the 29th century, man, everybody's gonna be using these bags. They're gonna be using some type of this or this, is. and true, that's what we were thinking. But then I went back later and I didn't have this discussion before we saw this, cause I thought about it. And I thought about evolving or emerging worlds. And that even though technology may exist, there are some worlds, and I'm thinking about a lot of the old Star Trek episodes I saw, where there were cultures that rejected technology mm-hmm. moving at a certain pace, maybe because they were a little bit behind. They may have been much more of an agricultural, com- uh, you know, place where tech- there was only certain technologies they embraced. Other ones, oh. they you know, they stayed away from. You know, some places were like almost Amish to a certain degree, right? Mm-hmm. Even though technology existed. And remember, in Star Trek, there was always a thing about making sure that they didn't introduce things into cultures too quickly, too soon, mm-hmm. right? The things had to naturally evolve, directives. or right, the prime directive—they mm-hmm. had to evolve mm-hmm. organically, even though what we may be doing may be helpful. Uh, they may be using a candle. We we'll may be able to say, "Hey, here's a you know a light that never runs out," but that gap in between can create some real issues, right? And so, the good thing about that idea for me is that when CIG is developing all of these different systems, and as they expand out, that gives them the liberty to create everything from the most primitive cultures to the most advanced cultures, and mm-hmm. then how we adapt when we go into those cultures. How do we Deal with things. If you land on a planet in your freaking glorious spaceship and they ain't never seen a spaceship before, or the ones they have seen is not as nice as yours, you know, yours is nicer than theirs. And they say, Ooh, we want that. You know, what I mean, there's all types of cool stuff that can come out of this in the sense of where these different cultures are, in the sense of technology, how they live, and all that other cool stuff. So I uh-huh. like the fact that this kind of had that throwback a little bit, almost like a firefly kind of thing. When I went to, mm. when they went to this place to me, it kind of had that feeling. And it kind of even reminded me of like Star Wars, right? When you go back I in Star Wars, to you know? just about
0: mention that, like Tatooine. You yeah, go to you, Tatooine, yeah, you it, got it got looks like a- Exactly. A little bit of a, you know, a, a historic, but it's future, you know, you know it's yeah. that mismatch.
2: Yeah, Like yeah.
0: some things are-, are, are you know, elect or robotics. And right. some things are computers and some things are holograms. Yeah. And some things are, you know, it's uh, well, a like, Look at it, this way. They were <laughs>
1: They rode into town in a hover car. And then there were and people, r- people riding beasts at the same time. Right. right? You've got exactly. those two things in the exactly. same space. Right. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool stuff that I, to me, it's just makes the, the lore is already great, but it also allows for me to just say, wow, think about all the range that they have now. So that my mind doesn't have to stay locked in twenty nine fifty, you know what I'm saying, or whatever mm-hmm. year it is, but that my mind can allow me to go into a planet that looks like, man, this place looks like it's more like, you know, twenty four twenty three, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I can, I can mm-hmm. rationalize it in my head in some form because I was having a little difficulty with that. Um, so I just I, say, well, let yeah.
6: me ask you this, Griff, because yeah. you're talking about mm-hmm. time, time leaps, right? Mm-hmm. So we got a long period of time here. This is the future, future, and. Mm-hmm. uh But then you got elements that come from the past. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, why do elements from the past show up in this future like that? So, Mm -hmm. and and I'll give you the perfect example there's a saying out there that says uh, it's better than sliced bread.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. You've heard that. Yeah. 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 But in
6: reality, there's absolutely nothing better than sliced bread. (laughs) And and, and I'll prove that to you right now. And just with Star Citizen, Mm -hmm. when you go there, look in the shops, pick up a sandwich, guess what the sandwiches got on it. sandwich (laughs) in between sliced bread. Some things have reached the end of their technology development and they just carry on from that point. (laughs) And okay, point so out. you're going to see sliced bread forever, <laughs> still, right? Still gonna be bread, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. If you want sandwich, there's no high tech to do a sandwich. You're already there, and they'll can't. They'll call the people who did sliced bread cavemen, but guess what? You're eating a sandwich.
4: I don't know those pita pockets, man. There
6: you yeah. go. Yeah, you step over to the pita. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, Yeah, yeah. You yeah. He said pita. He said pita. Bread. Yeah. He says pita is, is pita. pita. Uh, it's like I know. Yeah, Kai, what were you gonna say?
3: let me also point out as a recon marine when you talk about oh look those are sacks why do they have sacks holding stuff mm-hmm. there is a advantage to the fewer moving parts you have
1: mm.
3: the, the less things that can go screw wrong. you
1: mm. in the field mm-hmm. so
3: when you yeah. say like hey it's a why do you have a sack holding stuff because mm-hmm. it works yeah and it it can't it, like A sack's not going to break. A sack's not going to like, well, this failed. The technology failed. It Mm -hmm. works all the time. You can Mm -hmm. get, an EMP field. You can have a this. You can have a that. A sack just works because it's a sack. It's simple mm. and it works.
1: Yeah. So it's out of the category. Yeah, of simplicity. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. Simplicity. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there is no replacement for simplicity. You know. And again, it, it, like I said, there will be some places where you will see the electronic containers or the levitating thing, right? But then there's also those In places towns. where you'll see that sack, right? That sack that's yeah. sitting there, that leather bag or whatever it is, and you know, from the space cow, right? (laughs) There'll be something out there. Um, Just
6: works. Yeah, yeah. That's what's great about it. Just works.
1: Yeah. So listen, as much as I love this and we could talk about it more, we're going to move on because we still have six other sessions to talk about. Uh, So let's go ahead and get past this one. And uh, hopefully I got these queued up right. Do I have these queued up right? Yeah, I think I do. Okay. The next one uh, is on the um, ship talk. Yeah. Right? Am I mistaken? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I think I have right. some pictures. On. Oh, okay. He's, oh, he's got a phone oh. call.
6: <laughs> oh, it's ready. The paint job is done. All right. We'll just pull it in. Pull the whip into the garage. All right. I'll turn on. I'll turn on the camera and make sure you don't scratch it. Thanks. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right.
1: Let's no talk about their 400. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. So let's go back oh. and we're this. this is just running the commercial again. Um, let's start with Kai on this one Kai 400i the the mystery ship that was not supposed to exist. we saw a 404 invisible uh, mm-hmm. what were your feelings when you saw this pop up and thoughts about it if you flew it yet and you talk about that even?
3: It was all kinds of sexy. you're talking about luxury, Explorer with the built-in motorcycle in the front and an <laughs> infinity, infinity pool up top. That is all of the yes. And it looks like the ships from the Phantom Menace, when we saw the trailer Mm, before we that the Phantom Menace was going to suck. And we (laughs) saw those awesome ships. It's just, yes, all of the yes.
1: Mm, Interesting. Interesting. Okay.
5: Best cart? I really like the interior of it. And Mm -hmm. I was... I, I was considering it. I gave it. I gave it some a lot of thought, but I'm gonna pass on it for, for now. I'm I'm, I'm. I'm gonna get some cheap CCUs, some warbond CCUs, so in case I wanna save thirty dollars for mm-hmm. it later, I, I can do that. But yeah, for now, I might just get it. I probably just get in the PU because I already have an Aquila, and the Aquila has a Ursula over and a Snip Fighter already. So. Thanks for the follow.
1: Okay, so so fast card, Did you have you had a chance to see the interior yet of it?
5: I, I, I mean, I saw some videos on YouTube and and this and, and, and the, and the Tip TikTok. Okay, uh, but you haven't been on, that's right, that's it. right, because you haven't been in PTU I've not been yet. Been on the, that's right, I'm yeah. sorry,
1: I forgot. You haven't been in PTU yet. Okay, okay. Uh, DK? You already know what I'm going to say. Yeah, for no, no, I have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea what you're going to Would you like to tell me? Would you like to tell me what you're going to say?
0: <laughs> Hashtag Origin for Life. Oh, uh, okay, gonna okay. okay. Um, I, I, I'm not going to say, it's, I'm not going to be like, Oh my god i love the ship i do love the ship mm. I, oh my god i love the ship it's freaking beautiful mm. um it's exactly what i was looking for mm. uh the 300 was just a little bit too small for mm. you know for just my daily use mm. the msr is the msr i love the msr but i don't need that during the every day mm. um you know it's just a perfect fit it just it just is and every time we use it it just gets better and better and better. I just find it needs, it's right now, it's very slow though. Mm-hmm. That's, I got a gripe on that one. we we'll could talk mm-hmm. about that later if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, uh, and it's got a little bit of problems with maneuverability, but I think all of that's bugs. And I think it's just stuff that they're going to work out. But mm-hmm. overall, just like, that ship is sexy. Yeah. And I did get that gold, that, uh, that not the gold, one, I got the, <laughs> uh, the Meridian paint. The one yeah. that looks like the one on the Nabu fight?
1: Yeah. The mm-hmm. NABU? yeah.
0: Oh, man, that thing looks slick. Okay. That's all I That thing is slick.
4: All
1: right. <laughs> okay. Go, Mab. Go to you. Well, you
4: see, I got my, you know, mine back here. <laughs> <laughs> my 400 eye.
5: For, for people who don't know, what, what is... Painted like mine. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that is...
4: a So this this... Is the quintessential four hundred item? It is a Chrysler Prowler.
1: I love the prowler. it was
4: supposed to be a mm-hmm. you know a hot rod. Mm-hmm. You know, it's supposed to be fast. It's supposed to be fancy. It's, it's supposed nice to be everything to save the Chrysler brand, mm-hmm. and it was a <laughs> dud. Um, now, you will see some on the road. About mm-hmm. eight of them still, because people just love. That's the right. Vehicle. If they got one, they love like, them. Yep. They loved it. Yep. They loved what it looks like. They don't mm-hmm. care to the fact that it had the worst V6 engine ever put into a vehicle. Mm-hmm. And it got, got to zero to 60 in about an
1: hour. It should have been a V8. Um, yep.
4: Yeah. It should have it been a V8. V8. It should have been a lot of stuff. Right. Right. Right.
1: right. But it's beautiful. It's, like the, it's beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful car. It is,
4: it is, it is an attractive vehicle. Definitely.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Just like the 400i. Mm-hmm. Even the, here's the thing. Even the, yeah. I can't get over the nose on the I. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I, it's my, my, my lizard brain just can't, it just, it served no engineering purpose. And so they had to be like, well, I guess we'll stick a bike in there. <laughs> and so, and they even said that on the, on the ship talk, right? Mm-hmm. They were like, yeah, we are trying to find a place. I guess we'll stick it up its nose and make it a little wider, I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it, to me, I, I was excited about it. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people that really like anything Origin puts out and will buy it. Um, I just don't see, I don't see that ship
1: doing anything better than any other ship. I don't think in supposed class. I don't think it's, supposed, its, to. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't think mm-hmm. it's supposed to. But well, Dark
1: Knight, before you answer him, I have to yeah. say this. I agreed with we'll Gold Map for one of these times. I actually without an Origin product. He, I did kind of agree with him, but he just made the 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 X1 spot sound like a booger now. So I'm not so sure no, no, I'm no. getting along it's with it. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Go, I'm just, go <laughs> no, I'm just cool joking. Gimmick, no, go, Matt. Go, <laughs> I'm well, just joking. Because you made it sound like it just stuck a booger up his nose to put the bike in there. That's what I'm talking where, about. So where, that's why where, I was where, laughing. Where's so. the bike? Uh, listen, I just said you made it sound like a booger. But I get it, OK?
4: I can, put that uh, bike in, yeah. I can put that bike comfortably in the back of my MSR, okay. along with a rock.
1: Okay, wait, 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 no, wait, 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 okay, now I got to stab with something because I'm going to go where DK is going to go. First off, mm-hmm. I agree with you. I told you there's something about that design I didn't like. It was a steal from the old uh, 100i, and I don't know why they decided to keep that. Now maybe, to Kai's point, maybe that Star Wars influence of those TIE fighters is what messed with them I honestly think when you look at the design of all the other 600 ships, that nose makes uh, no sense. That's well, what I think. I wish they would well, have mirrored would have more have the, the kids. I, well, they got kids. Well, I'm saying uh, yeah, there. You go. You're very funny. Okay. See, I, 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 I wanted them to mirror the 890s front more. Uh, I, that, would yeah, yeah, better, that would have been a little bit better because then it would have it would yeah. have carried on through the theme of their stuff. And and this theme has a a slightly different look. But let me say this about Origin owners. This is the thing that I still say. Some people don't get about Origin owners. Anybody who knows anybody who owns a yacht knows people who own yachts. They don't own yachts because they make sense. They don't. Uh They guzzle gas. They're expensive to run. They're nothing Uh but throwing your money into the furnace. That's all they are. But you know Uh what? People love them. And these are the people who've made millions of dollars who mm-hmm. love them. And so when people try to equate origin ships to the, and I get what you're saying, GoMap. Now I'm not saying it shouldn't be functional because I, I agree with you hundred percent there, but I'm saying there's some of the frivolousness that's there that we just like. And it's like, we're right. even willing to say, yeah, it is like that, but you know what? I still love the thing. You know, I mean, this is kind of how we are when it comes to origin ships. You are much more succinct, functional. You want everything to make sense, and 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 and, fu- and I agree. I'm nothing against that because I have other ships that are like that. But these ships, I know. I trust me, <laughs> dude. I told you when I bought my 600i. I bought the 600i and hadn't even seen the freaking interior. I saw the thing fly in the promo, and I said, that's it, I want it. it. Whatever it is, I want it. I don't even know what it looks like inside. It had (laughs) nothing to do with components, space, allocation, storage. I didn't even know what it was. I was sitting at freaking VerseCon and I bought the ship right there and hadn't even seen the specs on it. Some of us are psycho like that. That's all I'm telling you, brother. Some of us uh, are crazy. Uh, and that's uh, all it comes I, down to. From, from my perspective,
4: I, I am someone I am someone that walked away from buying my dream BMW and walked over to a, the Ford dealership and bought a new pickup truck. Because <laughs> I was like, why am I buying I this BMW? That's- when I could spend, I can spend go. the exactly. same amount Lot of money and get just sudden, as much luxury in here and, as and get all of my equipment. Yeah, I also exactly. have a bed where I can carry stuff where I need to there go, you go when I need to go there. there you go. So that's just that's just how I look at it. Everything's got to have a purpose right. other than. And, there's nothing, wrong with, not, There's nothing right, wrong with not
2: that. There's nothing wrong with
4: that. I always have friends. Mm-hmm. I got friends that drive Bentley. So <laughs> if I need bitly. to ride, I <laughs> can jump in somebody else's right. car. So I, I know people <laughs> with 890s. So I'll I'll be in your 890. I'll be able to ride in the 890 whenever I want. <laughs> I just be, ain't paying be, for it. Wait, so you're whoa, saying whoa,
1: you're whoa, 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 whoa. I got to respond to something in the chat. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Spartan, 890 owners. To care less about the B- Banu Merchantman, okay? I just want to establish oh, that.
2: Oh, oh, the oh, Banu yeah. Merchantman doesn't
1: and even I, cross our minds. We love the Banu Merchantman. We yes, love it, we love ship. it, we love it. But see, that's the issue. People don't understand, origin owners don't care. Yeah. They don't, I, they uh, don't care. Throw in there. Hold
3: on, hold on, hold on. Can I point out a use case that might, might, <laughs> might at least share some light on this, Uh shed some light on this so we're talking about 3.15 is the patch that brings in survival Mm -hmm. this is a patch where you gotta have multiple of your outfits and your shit because if you get blown up, that's gone, right and I'm thinking for 220 because it's 220 Mm -hmm. to have a luxury home that I can not load up with cargo per se, but load Mm -hmm. up with 10 of every outfit and gun that I use and 100 of every magazine that I use, right? <laughs> so that I use this. This is my murder hobo uh, <laughs> RV where I travel in style and go wherever I need to go with my stuff. And then just what? once I land there, take one one set of outfit, one set of gun, uh-huh. gun multiple guns, one set of medical stuff, so one you know, 10 uh, magazines and roll. This to me seems like with large shields, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. like it ain't easy to kill Mm -hmm. and you travel and look like I live out of this. I travel in luxury. I can't afford a 600 eye, Mm -hmm. but yo, I'm rocking this infinity pool. Like it ain't nothing. You got a pool (laughs) table. That's nice. I got an infinity pool. And if you squint, I can pretend I'm an 890, (laughs) I'm enjoying my life right now. Go,
1: Mab yeah. What's the car that uh, James Bond drove in? Was what was, was this? Uh, Martin, uh, not a Maserati. Aston Martin. No, Austin Aston Aston Martin. Austin Martin. So this is your Austin Martin, basically, right? Aston it's Martin. this luxury yeah. that's loaded, right? Okay, maybe yeah. so. Maybe so. Hey, don't get so me wrong. Me, um, yeah, I'm supposed say this now. Go, mab Again, I'm, I I agree with you 100. We're always joking around about it, but again, I, I I I do have to emphasize this fact that I think sometimes origin owners. Uh, they people and I get it because and I, I still wrestle with this thing and I want to get off the ship. This so we can get to the next ship. Um, I think <laughs> that people 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 still <laughs> wrestle with this thing because I think that there are a lot of players when they hear about luxury being in a game. I don't know any other game that has a career called luxury, and mm-hmm. so I think that because it's something different and sometimes people say, "How in the heck is this going to work in a game? What's they got to do with anything?" I think some people do struggle with the fact that there's a manufacturer that focuses in on luxury. And exploration becomes secondary, except for on this ship. This ship, they specified they want this to be much more about exploration, but they, it also has nice touches to it.
6: So I I, mm-hmm. I, I
1: get, I get it. Trust me. Like we give Drake a hard time, right? You know, um, but it seems like, seems
4: like exploration is the catch-all for ships that really don't have a purpose. Like it can go far.
1: Well, wow. may, maybe there may be people who say that, but look at it this way. <laughs> look at it this way. It's got something that a lot of the other ships don't have. Only one other ship has it that we've seen, and it's cartography. Mm-hmm. None of the other exploration ships have one. Aquila doesn't have one. Only the Carrick has one. And so I'm saying it it can have its place. I thought this was going to be a different ship. We talked about this today, but there may be another origin ship down the road that we're hoping for, the the 500.
5: 600 have it? Hmm? 600
1: have
3: it too, don't it? Nope. Cartography? Nope. Okay. It's got, well, it's got the the ball,
1: navigation ball, but it doesn't have the cartography thing. But it doesn't have the cartography thing. Mm
3: Hmm. This is the only ship in the game that has cartography and an infinity pool just saying
1: what infinity there's no pool. pool there's no pool on this
3: ship there is the top deck is a pool i swear to god take a look at that video again my no,
1: friend no no kai 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 no, pool.
3: Kai. Okay. no. Kai. wait wait, wait, wait. No. hold on hold on this is being recorded this is going okay. out for the for posterity all right, all right. We're, we're gonna talk about this later <laughs> there is a pool in this jacuzzi game or something isn't it? for that real man it is. okay there's is. a pool oh you, you say
1: I'm gonna I go back in. There's a pool on the. Are you saying on the 400i? On the 400i,
3: there is a pool on the second floor. I swear, go back Ruth and watch. Wait a minute, Rufus says there the is downtown. a pool.
0: That was the one that was shown. That was shown in the. They they showed it, it in the video on
5: Yes.
2: Um, where?
0: They showed it in the video, and, and they, Citizen they Con is one of it. the concepts. Where? No, because they were going. They were going to put it where the cartography was, and they switched that out and put the cartography table there. It was mm. a. It was a drawing that they had shown. At one point in time, I don't know where it was in that ship talk, though. Um, I can't remember where it was in there. It was even sketched. Okay, in. well, hang on.
1: ruthless says, wait, wait, wait. says there's a pool. Spartan says there's a pool.
3: There's a pool. I swear. They <clears> said it. It was a whole big deal.
1: You guys are scaring me to death if there's a pool, because I walked all through that ship and didn't see squat.
3: Bro, I didn't see my pool. pool.
1: That's interesting. All right, I got something to do when this show is over here's with. All right, cool, no I'm problem. Ready, I'm gonna look guys. and see.
3: <laughs> I'll take deal. a look and see. Here's here's the deal, y'all. Eight ninety owners. We got a new ship in town, and now the Mexican can swim. We got ghouls in the four hundred. <laughs> so
1: silly. you're so silly. All right, let's go on to the next ship. All right, um boom. Go mad. Bathtub for a
6: it, pool.
1: No, I don't know of anything on there. There's a bathroom. Right. I'm going to look at it got later it. on. Go Mab. Let's talk about Our the top liberator. Top. liberator, 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 uh, anvil. Um, some people were looking for, hoping for an anvil capital ship. Um, Paul Shelley has been saying on his show for quite a while, we need some type of carrier, pocket carrier, something that can move ships around so that they can make these long journeys and not have to worry about fuel, blah, 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 blah. What do you, what do you think about this particular thing that uh, got introduced yesterday?
4: I you know as we are inching closer towards you know Nixon and pyro and mm-hmm. jump point and having to really think about hmm how the hell am I gonna get my ship there and back mm. they they, they kind of had to have um something like this mm-hmm. um in the game now I, I will say I will plug that that you know there's there's a post on Spectrum Right now that, that, that put out a fantastic idea about this ship that I think everyone should think about, right? Mm -hmm. This ship has a flat bottom and for 90% of its life is going to be spacefaring. Why can't we attach ships to the bottom of this as a carrier? Why are we only dealing in two dimensional space here Mm -hmm. when we're talking about this is a space game? There's no such thing as up in space
1: so you said so, if, they, if they did a mirror underneath you'd have instead not, of three, not even a mirror no 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 just, no, 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 just, no, no i'm saying yeah. instead of like three fighters on top you'd actually be six you could carry six if you ran three underneath the bottom yeah 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 it would expand the versatility of it even more. It
4: would expand the
2: versatility.
5: Just buy two or daughter clawed
1: walk. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let, two. Me, let me hold something. Let me hold something fast car.
4: Let me get a couple of five
5: hundred dollars for me.
1: <laughs> no, that's interesting because when it needs to land, of course, you wouldn't have those three underneath. But well, in those times yeah. where you're going like you said, or even if you're just going into orbit somewhere, then they detach and go down to the planet or the moon, right? Yeah. It would or just it, landing isn't it would available. It. Yeah. Yeah, it would expand you know? it would expand its use. That's an interesting point. I like that. Uh, so do you
4: agree with that go to spectrum find that post vote
1: it vote it up okay fast cart what did you think about the liberator i know you bought three
5: yeah <laughs> yeah no i i looked at it, i was like oh that's interesting because i have a I have a quite a few ships and it would make it easy to transport uh, to, uh ship uh, um more than one ship between places i'm like yeah but I, I probably only use it like maybe once a month if that mm-hmm. so i'm gonna pass on it and just keep my um m2
1: Okay. Kai, you for, I'm going to pull on you again with that military. They showed one of the pictures with this thing. It had three fighters on the top, four tanks at least inside of it. I don't know if it takes more than that. What do you think about this carrier as far as for orgs and people who are like maybe moving from a location to another location or setting up a base? Any thoughts on that?
3: When I saw that, I was like, legit, they just showed an LCAC. I am mm. down. Mm-hmm. Now, now, here's the interesting thing about that. It has less cargo storage Mm -hmm. than the C2, Mm -hmm. but it Mm -hmm. can carry multiple ships and it's only a two crew. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. This particular ship doesn't sing to me as far as like, oh, I got to have it, I got to have it. Mm -hmm. But I am so glad, I feel like the universe is richer for having it in there. So I, I, I am... I I am super super stoked for it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great call. I think it was a very and, and I've been calling. I've been saying, Anvil Cap Sub Cap right in that range for a a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I I think it's awesome. Okay, and it's it's a big deal. Guys and
4: think about this. It it has less cargo than a C two, mm-hmm. but if you can fit three C twos on it,
2: mm-hmm.
4: fully mm-hmm. loaded with cargo.
3: Mm-hmm. You damn near got a whole sea. So you can hold three small ships on it. You can't put C2s yeah. on it. Yeah. but I think. Well, I think still, like, two
4: or one. No,
3: three, they, what they did. Small. What they
1: did was they showed the length of one that it. The length of three fighters was the length of okay. a C2. And that mm-hmm. was the comparison that they had for it. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah. Uh, my
3: man oh, wow. Gomab my man Gomab is not wrong in that there is a place for that mm. in the economic uh landscape mm. and it's it's legit. I'm dead. Hey,
4: that's how you right. get the Argo cargos in Quantum, baby. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Just load them up on there.
3: Just load them up on there.
2: <laughs> and go yeah, and have them have them fan <laughs> out like freaking
3: yeah. 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 I think Bugs. if you can put 20 Argo cargos on it, that's legit. The best ship in the verse yeah
1: let me oh, double yeah. back a second unique i think i forgot to ask you about the 100 didn't i Under what the 400 the 400 i did I ask you about the water oh,
6: yeah did I, ask? I forgot to ask you about it didn't i or did uh, i i got one oh, i don't okay. know why okay. <laughs> i just promised myself i'd only buy one ship and they showed it and, and that you know, was I the one ship of the paint so i got it okay and then they showed me that thing uh-huh and then i kept thinking about my two carriers how mm. I was just gonna tell people, yeah, bring it. Mm. Mm. Uh, I'm never gonna say that now. You say bring it, and they start showing up with ten of these, and you're in trouble. <laughs> you just in trouble. <laughs> well, and that's what. I, and i
1: was also gonna ask you now. You know, you know, there's some ships to me in this game that, or oh, I call them. We're gonna be doing a show later on called uh, the Specialist, and it's about people who pick these careers that are specialized, right? Like the person who wants to fly the SRV, the tow truck, right? Is this one of those careers, one of those jobs, because? You know, I don't necessarily think a combat fighter is going to do this, but who are the people that would probably? I mean, because everybody wants to contribute in an org. Who are the people that would end up getting a ship like this and using it?
6: All oh, the people that don't want to get shot.
1: Hmm. Okay.
6: Yeah. I mean, okay. there there are helicopter mechanics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and truck yeah. mechanics. They all in the back with yeah. the gear. Yeah. You know, they're still in the they're still in the service doing the job. It needs to be done. Yeah but you know, some people want to be up with the bullets and some people just fix the gear. Hey, You break it, bring it back here. I'll fix it for you. You mm-hmm. can go back and fight. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, they're actually a bunch of the unsung heroes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, anything that I think a lot of people who I heard when they saw this, the word they heard was logistics, right? Yep. Logistics is huge. <laughs> hmm And uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how orgs will use it. And then who are those independent, quote unquote, independent contractors out there, right? Like Fast Card who says, I don't have one of these but maybe this particular system I'm living in is starting to get a little heated. You know, pirates are starting to mess with people. I've heard about a new place I wanna move. I've got seven ships here that I need to get there. Five of them are fighters, you know, and I don't wanna deal with the fuel consumption, stopping off at base, blah, 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 blah. Let me hire, you know, GOMAB Incorporated, you know, who I know owns one of these and he's gonna be the guy to do it. And I'm sure there will be some people out there who are operating that way as independents, but then you're also going to have, you know, organizations, I think, that are definitely going to be taking advantage of having these. Because you imagine seeing like eight of these suckers coming in, loaded up because the org is going to set up on some planet or moon. You know, that would be really cool to me. So
4: Phoenix Heavy Industry does have a liberator and uh, and, and it will be available for hire once the game is
1: uh, <laughs> is released. You pass your business card out. You throw your business card out there. It's a QR code. A QR code. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <code>. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I started doing that recently, by the that. way. I started doing that now. Start using Popple. Oh, I want to give them an ad. Okay. Anyway, let's. Uh, no, I, I go- have a
2: question.
5: Yeah. I have a question, though. Yeah. Do, do you think the um, crap? I forgot the question. Now. Go ahead. It's about, it was sure? it, it, about the liberator. Oh, do you think the liberator is not is it, the wrong name for the for, for this ship because?
1: Nah, really nah You know the yeah, the liberator is a skin for the Valk. You know they don't they don't call the Valk the liberator. You know, it's just the liberator skin no, they, on it. They, they, I agree, they shouldn't have done that. wow What's wrong yeah. with this name? What's wrong with this name? What are you thinking?
5: I, I, I don't know. Maybe something something moving wise would be better, but liberator just sounds. Just seems, Was Sanford and Son? The wrong name. Huh? <laughs> Sanford and Son. <laughs> Sanford and Son? Sanford and Sun, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's, it's moving, moving, salvage is moving. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know.
1: Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, Liberator. I know what you think, Liberator, you would think almost, like you said, like maybe if it was the capital, like the Anvil capital ship, right, the Liberator, right. that would kind of resonate. Right. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it, yeah, it's an interesting name, the Liberator.
4: But maybe you're, it's almost you know, as if it started its life as possibly going to be a capital ship, but then they realized that they had an opportunity to fill an important gap
1: yeah. in
5: the...
2: <laughs> what do you
3: name it give it a different name yeah, that's that's legit. Yeah. that's legit the only part of the liberator i don't like is the name is a, bo- a very famous bomber in the united states air force so yep. i'm like yep that this is with my head
1: mm-hmm. okay but it's more about its function you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah i guess that's how yeah. they, they they i guess they have to look at it that way right
6: Okay. Yeah, you showing up to liberate an area. Yeah, coming in, showing up with the <laughs> right?
1: showing up with the stuff to come set us free. I guess. Yeah. All right.
6: Yeah. Cool. I can see a pirate org and they're trying to take your base from you. They're showing up, bring drop ten of these in there, and you suddenly you got forty tanks on the ground.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Scary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's uh let's go on to the next one then. Uh, and then you y'all you hold your applause for this one because fastcart's going to lose his mind. Um. Something that we all had predicted a few weeks ago was that we would see something from the Banu Merchantman and we got it this time. That image on the screen right now is the original concept images and everybody, I think most people who were Banu Merchantman lovers, including myself, were very, 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 very excited to see not only this ship, but to see that they had even given it a little bit more than we anticipated not just in size, but just the way it looks, the features and everything. So let me start with Unique this time on that. Unique, give me your thoughts about the Bandit. We've been waiting on this. One of the earlier concept ships, right? From maybe 2014, something like that. Been around for a long time. It's kinda, been a long right?
6: time, eight mm-hmm. years or so.
1: Yeah, 13, yeah. wow. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. yeah, it's been a long time. So it's good to see that they're actually putting effort into it and trying to make it come alive. Um, um, I like the materials on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they adjusted the size a bit, mm-hmm. um, but that means that they'll probably adjust the price as well for people (laughs) who don't have it yet. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm just looking forward to being able to interact with aliens Mm -hmm. in the game, you you know, know. Mm -hmm. without the normal interactions, which is shooting all the time. So I like the idea that there's merchants and you can go there and, uh, while you can earn your reputational rate to get one of these ships, uh, you don't have to go through all that process for your Bible when the game comes out. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. FC talk to us about this is one of your favorite ships. You've been waiting on this ship for a long time.
5: Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to get some help from, from, a friend, So bear with me. So Hello, that's all I gotta say. No. Okay. Um, I, there's one thing, I, I, one thing else, I, I did say you were gone at, at this point, but Paul Selly I, I, and I clipped it, I was going to post it in, in, in quick chat and I'll put it in videos in, in a moment, but Paul Selly said that this, this ship, the Bannon Richardman, is a very useful 890 jump.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Oh,
5: Interesting. And he also said it's a, it's a very useful character, but you you might want to take that up with Paul Shelley. And yeah, I mean, people disagree with him.
1: it's, It's an interesting spin because I mean, not to be funny, but you know, people have talked about this ship being a command ship. I've heard people talk about that beyond just for trading. And of course, people talked about the 890 being a command ship. Um, I was amazed when they showed the, um, what do they call it? This cross section of the ship mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you got to see some of the detail. Cause before we didn't always have things labeled some fans had put some stuff together, but to see, CIG put everything. I was amazed that there's a med bay in there. Um, they wow. talked about, they showed that. Did, did you all see the part that said sanctuary? Cause they've yeah. got an area in there for that. I mean, there's a lot of different things that were in here. And, and one of the things I really appreciated about this ship was, and we had talked about this too whether there would be some symbiotic connection between the Banu Defender and the ship. And to see that they did find a way to put the hangar in. I always thought that maybe they were gonna come up with something where the defender's attached to the outside because the the, the impression that was always given is that they're there as escorts so that if the ship was ever attacked, um, they'd be able to help defend it. Um, But as I mentioned earlier today, I always wish that they had made two ships for this, or two place hangars similar to the Polaris, One fighter is one thing to me. I'd rather have two fighters defending any type of ship like this or like the Polaris, but it's still nice to see that they did have a location. It's also another thing I am, by the way, I am jealous about something uh, Spartan in relation to the Banu Defender that I wish that they did with origin ships. I love the fact that the weapons retract into the ship and that you don't see them because I think the luxury ship should be that way. The 890 is, but I wish that the 600 and all the other ones that all, when you look at them, you see no weapons and that doors opened up and they came out. That would be amazing. But I give it to the Banu. They did an amazing job on this. As many of you all know, they reworked it. After they finished the Carrick, they say they're gonna go back, look at the old stuff and see how it would come out. My fear was that like the Carrick, when they did it with the Carrick, if you all remember, the Carrick grew substantially in size and they actually pulled it back because it got too big. And I was a little worried that they were gonna do something similar with the Banu Merchantman because they had talked about it being smaller. The other thing was that the price difference in the ship for trading where the privateer is running $1,700 if I'm not mistaken, this ship, this one now, yeah. But it was 1,700 bucks. This ship came out at $250. That was a huge difference in price. And even though it's been increasing, it's 500 now, at concept, I agree. I think Kyra Gomath said it. The price is going to probably go up because it's still in, it's still not flight ready. So mm-hmm. some people believe the ship may hit six hundred, maybe even seven hundred dollars. I've heard people think even more than that, depending more on more. its functionality. Yeah,
5: yeah. FC. The other, the other great thing about about this is that I mean, according to this, this, this updated spec sheet, they said at two thousand eight hundred eighty SCU now, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm I'm very pleased to hear that. Yeah. As a, um, yeah marketeer and chicago person
1: yeah that's a that's a huge a huge price increase they did a beautiful design on it and you can tell that they've been working on this whole design model from when they did the defender i love that exterior on the ship and we even joked around about it when we were watching it yesterday i said it would be really cool if those wings folded up and sure enough when they showed the wing animation i was like oh that's gonna be so cool so kudos mm-hmm. to you folks who have the Bandu defender especially if you caught it at the 350 price or the two fifty price. 250, well, the, it was three fifty at one point. Two fifty yeah. was the original. So if you got it at that price, you got a real bang for the buck when it comes mm-hmm. to comes to this ship. Go, Mab. What did you think about the uh, Banu? We got to see some interior stuff more than those two three pictures we had all these years. What, what did you think about it?
4: I'm glad I bought it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Damn. Okay. Okay. That's a flex. That's, That's a good.
4: Flex. No, I mean the fact that it has literally. Half of the cargo capacity of a whole C. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: It's got twice the luxury of an eight ninety.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and twice the functionality. And this functionality. Wow. Uh,
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> with, with half the cost, you know, I, I got it for like a, a twenty five dollars SCU or CCU from a uh, C two.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, it, it, that was a good deal. Um, I'm happy I I got it. No, it doesn't have a swimming pool, but that's all right. Yeah, that's uh, I'll just I'll just pull up on my BMM next to your uh, 890, and I'll come come diving
6: in. It. I don't know. I've been playing this game a long time, and I'm not seeing anybody actually swim. <laughs> you die. You die. If you get in the water, you die. You, you, there's no
1: swimming. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see, DK, let me jump to you. You know, th- we're looking at some of these older shots, and now we're seeing the newer mm-hmm. images of it. Did they deliver? Did CIG get it right?
0: I am happy, so happy for FastCart. because mm. that ship really does look beautiful. And I got a luxury subjective. Mm-hmm. It might be luxurious to some people, it might not be luxurious to other people. It's uh, it's all subjective. Literally red is, carpet. Hold on now, <laughs> but it is a beautiful ship. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely I love the inlays that they did on the wings yeah. you from the Banu Defender and mm-hmm. the way that they brought in that kind of a uh etched three-dimensional mm-hmm. sketch into the uh, into the metals and the flowing lines through throughout the ship. It's absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. It mm. it ain't for me, but it is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I will go on I will work on fast card ship anytime you want me to come on.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well absolutely, absolutely. I'll bring
0: Love Machines botanicals. I yeah. got the botanical stall.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did I who didn't do Kai or unique? Who didn't I hit?
3: Uh alright, I can hop in. So okay, yeah, Kai, go ahead. This ship started at 250 and it has gotten quite a bit chunkier mm-hmm. they've added it's now up to damn near 3000 uh scu cargo mm-hmm. it went from four ship uh, four stores to eight stores mm-hmm. they have housing for people that are coming there to shop mm-hmm. it, it has so much now this is just not this is just not my gameplay i I, i'm not interested in a ship in a crew eight ship Mm -hmm. but it has so much it is so awesome and i think it's going to be phenomenal and i salute those people that got in on the bargain Mm -hmm. i I don't think it's going to go up to it's now what 500
1: it's five now yeah
3: I don't I don't think it's going to go up to 550 or whatever. I think by the time this is done, we're not going to see this for another year, and by the time it's done, it's going to be up over 7 and worth the price. Mm. It's, you know, buy it. If you have interest in this gameplay, I don't, but mm-hmm. if you do, buy it now. Mm-hmm. It will go up a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Can I say one more thing? Sure. I was thinking about actually I actually getting getting two of these because I wasn't sure if if if, if one would <laughs> be enough. After seeing the presentation yesterday, I'm like, I'm good with one. Thank you. CID. Mm-hmm. I, I, that, 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 that's great.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a it's a nice ship, it's a big ship. I love yes. the alien theme of it. And and just some things that they said for those of you who may have missed this. this we're looking at the pictures right now. They talked about that the items will be displayed, you have holograms they'll be mm-hmm. levitating. I mean, they're bringing a whole alien tech thing in and they really made sure they emphasize this thing of using Xi'an technology. Um, so, you know, I think when you come into this ship, it's going to be just something to see uh, when you and, come in to purchase and buy things on here.
3: Yeah. And real quick, Griff. Yeah. How much is the, how much does the prowler cost?
1: The prowler was 400. It was 400 last time. Yeah, if I'm and, remembering and correctly. You get, and,
3: and, and you get a prowler in the BMM like that right there is value for money.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh the,
3: oh, the defender is 220. The, the 220, defender, the right. defender is 220. Oh, 220? the defender, yeah. 220. Defender 220. Yeah, 220. No, so mm-hmm. If you're talking about a ship that costs $500, but mm-hmm. you also get a $200. No, you don't get it with it. No, you don't get it. Yeah, you don't get it with it. No, 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 okay, no, you no, you no. no They not. were just showing, just showing that there's time time a hanger. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so they right. were just showing okay. that they put a
1: hanger in because, of course, all the yeah, other shots before. There was never any way of knowing if it, it well, the, was could. just rumors. Yeah, they just kept talking <laughs> yeah, about, yeah. oh yeah, the Defender will be there. And it's like, well, if it's in deep space, how's the freaking Defender have enough fuel to travel with it? Now we get it. All right. Now we get it because we see the hangers it's, there.
5: It's like the, uh, it's like the 400i and, and the X-1. The X-1 comes separately.
1: hmm Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
5: That, that is a very good, but wow, what a difference. Mm-hmm
4: of uh, an example, right, that you just, uh, uh, a metaphor,
1: like the X1 versus the Defender.
5: That's well, yeah. That.
1: Listen, I told you. The reason why, the re- listen, I keep, I said this yesterday, the it's, reason why the defend why the why the 400i only can take an X1, people are trying to cram their yellow jacket, they're trying to cram their this, their knocks. We don't want the riffraff and we don't want to move from the 1%. So that's why only an X one fits inside that ship, okay? I want you to For understand then,
5: that. The, the, For all the, they, they can get well, the look other go, Space like, <laughs> people your
1: saying,
5: chain. They, people <laughs> they, they, they can get the other ones in there, but uh, uh, uh,
3: only in, in the cargo.
2: Yeah, I know,
1: I know, I know, I know.
3: Here's the deal: people are talking trash on the eight ninety and being like, "Oh, look, the BMM is the eight ninety, but better." No, yeah. it's not. Here's <laughs> the thing: the BMM is a shopping mall in space it is a thousand Fabulous. times better than an 890 if you want a shopping mall in space mm-hmm. but 890 is a super luxury you know mansion in space yeah so they're they're both better than the other at what they do well yeah. and there's no reason for either side to feel any kind of hate because here's the thing if you're rich enough that you can afford a shopping mall in space, I'm quite sure you have a crew on that shit and you are out in your yacht in space just chilling <laughs> far away from the roof you know what
1: I mean? <laughs> By the way, did you guys hear them talk about them putting curtains at the entrance? That I thought that was like so cool. Where they were yeah. talking about where the door comes down, like they would be like a bazaar. I thought that would be so cool if they did that. But that's can a I hire an thing.
4: NPC like trumpet band? You know,
1: yeah, have it, I, yeah. To, to play the fanfare <laughs> play it out as my, there when you come out. That's my guest. Yeah, live. why not? Yeah, that
6: would be. I think that's doable, dude. I think that's doable. I, I think Kai would like a mariachi band. Oh yeah, that would be cool
1: when you come in. That would be so cool.
3: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Let's see. My mouse is acting up, guys. Um, Let's go to the next session. If I can get my mouse to work right. Okay, sorry about that. I'm losing my mind here for some reason. I think this mouse is like six years old. So it's that time. Go map. It's that time.
4: You got to lick the bottom of it. Is that what?
1: How about that? We'll blow (laughs) on it.
5: Why is, it my
4: mouth, why is my mouse
1: acting up for some reason? Oh, there we go. No, it's still not oh, working right. Oh, yeah, you guys, please forgive me. I don't know why I, my I mouse mean, it, It's decided. been a
5: night of technical problems. First
1: yeah, me, yeah now I've now never had mouse. to do this before. <laughs> this is like acting tonight crazy. Is <laughs> why is the night like the night for everything? Oh, there it goes, okay. Is it a wireless mouse? No, it's corded. I just disconnected it, so it's, it's okay now. Um, okay, let's go ahead and jump into, let's talk about these other ones. Um, Let's see, uh, we need to go to the Look next the one, Star which was about, uh, let's talk about this one. This is the one on server meshing and the state of persistence. Um, we can jump in on here a little bit. uh, fast cart, uh you know, we've been here about the server meshing for the longest time, right? And we got one good piece of news that iCache was finally pretty much in, uh, and we know, the at least in relation to inventory. So now players, if you haven't been in guys yet, Trust me, screw your head on because you're definitely gonna change the way you play the game now. There's no question about it when you go in and deal with inventory. But now CIG seems like they're, they're really getting a handle on this whole thing about server meshing. We even had some comments in relation to um, shards the other day. Um, how close do you think we are to this now? Because we know that server meshing is gonna be critical to two things, expanding capacity on servers, and also the fact that when we wanna start going into other systems like Pyro, um, right. we didn't see, hear anything about going into pyro anytime soon, but CIG seems to be feeling really good about where they are with server meshing. Uh, so you can talk about that, or you can talk about persistence, whichever one you feel most comfortable talking about.
5: I mean, I just want to bring up like a few months ago, Tony G had, had another, um, talk where he said, my cash was largely complete and I don't I, I don't know at this point. I mean, at, at, at this point, they may they may just wait until the next edition con to say, Oh iCache is complete one point oh. Enjoy." No. so, I don't know.
1: Mm. It's already in the it's, game. It's, it's been a yeah. while. Yeah, iCache is is. I don't think we have to worry about iCache as much. Uh, but server meshing, server meshing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, this human server, server meshing. Okay, okay, that makes that makes sense. Okay, okay. Uh, go map thoughts. I know something you're always interested in. <sighs>
4: yeah this this is like this is my main i don't know interest in the development of this game um i i am happy with how they're going about it
2: mm-hmm.
4: i think they're going about it the the right way it's very ambitious mm-hmm. what they're trying to accomplish here mm-hmm. um uh, I, and i know it's not it's 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 not something that's going to be very easy to, uh, accomplish, mm-hmm. um, through programming, right? It's, it's going, it, there's a lot of moving parts and you want to make the, the key is to be able to do it and make and keep gameplay smooth, mm-hmm. right? The transitions between boundaries of shards mm-hmm. is, is going to have to be smooth or they're going to have to put in something that explains the lack of smoothness. Mm-hmm. Maybe like, you know, solar flares causes your screen to jitter for a few seconds while mm-hmm. you're transitioning from one shard to another. Mm-hmm. I don't know, right? They, they're going to have to figure that out. Do you uh, think
1: that they're gonna try to actually push the technology to the point, like how we don't have loading screens when we're going down to a planet? Do you think that maybe that's also part of what they're trying to do? Cause that would be, like you said, unique in some way.
4: Yeah, I mean, so right so right now they're doing, um, they're doing culling, right? Right. Uh, uh, item culling. Right. Um, so only things that are loaded into your client are things that are within range of you to get it to. Right. And so, um, just like they can do the item culling is what's streaming to the client, they mm-hmm. can also, um, predictably, uh, determine which shard you're going to be in mm-hmm. when they do get a dynamic server meshing. They'll be able to say, okay, a lot of people are heading in this direction. A lot of people have set, you know, uh, yellow as their jump point mm-hmm. or crusader as their jump point. We've got a lot of people coming in. We may need to segment this out, uh, segment some spaces out here mm-hmm. uh, in order to make room for it. Right. So they'll be able to do that.
1: Mm. Okay.
4: Okay. But it'll, you'll, you'll keep that smoothness. It's just, it's just going to be a challenging thing. To
1: do. Yeah. A lot of work. Unique. Yo. Any thoughts about the server meshing or the persistence now that now when we do stuff in the game, it remains. We had some people yesterday, I think Ops Chief the other day had a hard crash, crashed all the way out, came back in. He popped back right where he was left off at before. That was the thing of losing everything back in the day. Uh, And you've been around since those times. So you kind of know what the (laughs) deal is with that.
6: Well, I've been watching them develop this the whole time and it didn't make a lot of sense to me how they were going to get to sharding based on the explanations they had, but now this time they explain that they're adding in that other communications layer Mm -hmm. to go sideways between the things. And that's part of what helps you to get to sharding. So, Mm uh, with the culling system, whatever, I mean, all this stuff, believe it or not, is documented in game design books. You can just buy them right off the shelf Mm -hmm. pretty much everything they're doing, uh, Not that I've read any of them. Um, (laughs) So it's all doable. I've done this coding before. Uh, The nifty thing that should be is there's only limited paths on where you can go. So if there are three, say, solar systems you can get to (laughs) as you're moving towards them, they can fire out initiators that says, Hey, they might come to you so they can have placeholders on all three of them. And then you jump to a, and then a can send out and say, okay, B and C, you can cancel because they didn't come. Mm -hmm. Right. So you can also free up those other things. So it just depends on how much coordination messaging that they do on that Mm -hmm. backbone Mm -hmm. so they could pull this right off. Okay. Okay. It's going to take a while still.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kai, any thoughts on what you saw, either in relation to server meshing or persistence?
6: Oh yeah
3: uh i liked a lot of what i saw in this talk um first off i thought i mean Thanks i'm, I'm not that bright so bruno and the frenchman lost me through most of what they were talking about mm-hmm. but like there was a couple of standouts that i heard that immediately keyed in my ear the mm-hmm. first thing was they said you know blah blah, blah and this in 4.0 like <laughs> legit i feel like what we're looking at here is Oof, oof, I gotta run from a bear, sorry. Uh, what we're looking (laughs) at is a situation of... I think we're gonna see it go maybe to Mm 3.18. And after that, I think we're gonna see 4.0. I think that's the soft, low-key soft sort of announce. Mm. That it's gonna be... 4.0 is coming, is gonna be what replaces 3.19. Just a thought. Okay. Um... I loved the part where they talked about, like they took a realistic approach to it when they said, we're going to have, starting off, we're going to have dynamic server meshing. That's what we're going for, that's what we're going to get, we're going to have that for you. We're going to start off with static server meshing first, just to sort of as a realistic stopgap on the way, on the road to accomplishing that. I I I like that a lot. I think what we saw that it was indicative of what we saw a lot of this this sitcom where it was less about flashy sort of exciting but abstract tech demo stuff and much more realistic here's where we're going to do, here's where we're at, here's where we're going to get to and how we're going to get there. And then the, the the just the whole sort of <sighs> I just the whole thing of it, it seemed to me, and I'm, again, I'm an idiot. I'm a Marine in my underwear. What do I know? But it seemed much more to me like less pie in the sky and much more like concrete. We've got this. We've got this. We need this. We need that. We'll get here by then. I i, I dug it. That's thats all I got.
5: Hi, I gotta, I, 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 can I ask you a couple questions, Kai? Sure.
3: First off, did you get away from the bear? I did! I got away from the bear, another guy died. Here's the thing, you don't have to be faster than the bear, you just have to be faster than the other idiot. I'm now fishing, <laughs> waiting. Uh, and, and, and New World is great, by the way.
5: And the other question is, you, you said you you're, you're, don't listen to the, to the Marine and anywhere, are you wearing boxers or briefs now, Kevin? I'm, kidding. No,
3: I'm no, actually no, wearing no. Calvin Klein's no, cool. boxer briefs. You ask, I will answer. You don't ask, I
1: ask, don't you ask guys
3: Don't ask, guys, <laughs> I will answer yeah, you.
1: Don't don't ask Kai. You already know. I
6: never get the sponsors, Griff. <laughs> <laughs> Common,
3: e- now. Monetized.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark Knight. I don't about it. It's just
3: hot out here. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Dark Knight. Either one you want to cover? Server meshing or persistence?
0: Ah, uh, you know what? Go Hit the nail on the head with server meshing. He understands that. I'll going go on that. And persistence is. Um, I hope they get it good it's not good right now you had problems with it the persistence all it took was 130k do uh, here's a word to the wise do not put anything on your ship that you are not willing to lose anything in fact don't keep anything on your person that you are not willing to lose a 30k wipe it all really so anything that yes and it will anything you put on your ship will get wiped in a 30k so oh, we got to figure you still out have to
4: claim your ship. You still got to claim your you still ship got, and you when still you lose it. claim
0: your ship and all your he, stuff is gone.
4: Even if, even if you, we experienced, even if you call your ship and it's sitting on the pad and you haven't even gotten to the pad yet uh-huh. and you recover from a 30 K you have, now you have to claim your ship when you yep. get back into the game in the past, it was, it, you wouldn't have to claim your ship.
1: Mm. Let me ask a question. Well, here's the question. When you claim it, are you at a different location than when you started? No, no, nope. same location. At your start. point. Always
0: going back to the same location.
1: At your start point.
0: I make your home.
1: home. Your home. Okay. That's okay. My home. Okay. That's why I'm asking mm-hmm. because I, you know now I know that you have to no matter what now once you leave your home all your ships have to be you know claimed to be brought wherever like if you go to Porto. Yeah. Your ships aren't available in Port O. You've got to claim, you know, oh. you got to bring them in. Okay, All right, I just want to make I sure. I would
0: suggest don't claim them because if you have anything that's of value on that ship, say you've, uh-huh. you left your ship over at Area 18 and you go to Port O and it's, say, it's your Star Run or something, and you've got a couple of things of items in your inventory. Don't claim well, it. Well, let's, 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 say that, let let me,
1: let me put a spin on what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I think mm-hmm. right now we need to do it because it's in PTU. Okay. Because it's in PTU. But now Right, I'm, right. I'm, I'm now, saying cause it needs to be fixed. Is, it needs to be fixed before it goes right, live. Is my point, but I, I hear right. you. I hear you. But
0: the other part is, it's the 30ks. That's what 30 I'm saying. crash. I hear you. That's the biggest part. Okay,
1: and, and, know, and, and some people have them. Yeah, some people have the 30ks. Some people don't. And 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 I'm just saying, I know we can't control 30ks, but my right, point is, we need to right. definitely make noise about it because it doesn't need to go mm-hmm. live if that's what's happening now. That's really funky. Right. That's really funky.
3: But mm-hmm. can I just point out that if we're talking about is PTU Wave One early build, right? That's kind of mm-hmm. known for 30Ks. They normally mm-hmm. work that yeah. out through the life yeah, of the PTU. Right. But I'm worried but about the I'm, I'm worried about, about the persistence,
2: persistence dynamic of it. Oh, yeah. The persistence oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. part, oh, yeah. right?
1: Persistence, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah.
3: And that's the
0: thing. If you're 30Ks and you're and it loses the server loses all the data. Yeah. So it doesn't know that your ship has inventory on it. And the i and I-cash oh. is supposed to retain and that. I-cash does not work mm-hmm. so right now in the in the ptu now whether it i hope that it gets fixed before it goes to pu because you're mm-hmm. going to have a lot of pissed off people yeah who load up their shit with water and food and their guns yeah. and their weapons and everything else and then they go out and leave the station and boom 30k and all of it's gone well you got a you lot of people a lot of
1: people vouching for you because i'm looking at mm-hmm. scuba steve von a lot of people are saying that they've had the 30 Ks hit them. And it's always interesting to me, there are some people who go in who don't get them. And then there are some people who do, and it's not anything in particular. It seems like they're able to nail down as to why, but I'm glad you're letting us know about it. So at least if nothing mm-hmm. else, mentally you're ready for it. Cause I think the other thing is mentally the mental I'm shock. Ready. You know, the mental mm-hmm. shock is, is probably the biggest thing, but don't no.
0: Don't put your yeah. subscriber stuff on the ship. I mean, <laughs> no,
3: I'm serious though. No, no, I get, I get it, I get it, no, I you're get right, it, you're I you're get right. it. Don't do it. No dude, fact, I get, don't get it. Don't put your subscriber stuff No, trust me. Hold on, hold on. If, <laughs> if we're going to talk about subscriber stuff though, I wasn't going to bring this up, but since we're talking about subscriber stuff, let me just point out that if you happen to be playing in 3.1, one five ptu wave one there is subscriber flare and like special xeno threat mission stuff and other mm-hmm. stuff that it just happens yeah. to be available for looting out in the world
1: Ooh. that's fun really
3: yeah. yes sir
1: well we were running around the other day and jade said she was running around in a place and people were dropping stuff on the ground because they they weren't used to the whole inventory management thing <laughs>
2: So yeah, they were just dropping stuff,
1: still. and you could find stuff, you know, mm-hmm. the people, because they, they didn't realize there was some stuff they just couldn't carry, which is just hilarious, you know.
3: I'm talking, I'm talking about if you go to the locations, the new locations yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's like, here's a little town somewhere, and you're looting chests, they populate it. Now, I don't think that that's going to be a thing that happens when it goes live, mm-hmm. but just for funsies, because yeah. they, wanna test, they want to test, and they want everyone looting. to go test the looting mm-hmm. atmosphere or the looting loop. Mm-hmm. They put in really cool stuff in there
1: for oh, fun. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Okay.
4: okay. All right. Now, mm-hmm. It's on that, you know, persistence thing. Right. I think, you know. They'll get that worked out. Um, I do like uh, JJ twenty seventy eight says. You know, claiming your ship gets you a new ship. It doesn't transport your ship to you, so Mm -hmm. to speak. Right. So maybe that's something they need to add onto the ASOP terminals. Right. Either Mm -hmm. you claim it or you you get your ship transported. Mm -hmm. Maybe it takes longer. Something right. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they may need to add
6: that. They made that comment that they were going to have where you pay and get your ships transferred. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to wait like a couple of days. The
4: second thing that people need to be aware of that kind of ruffled my feathers a little bit. Um, you can, if you buy a ship component at a station Mm -hmm. and mind you, the only place like if you're like me and AVPTU, PTU, you go out and buy XL ones and TS twos in order to make sure that your quantum drives on your ships are mm-hmm. upgraded. Mm-hmm. If you buy the, the only place you can buy those at now, by the way, are Orison. Mm-hmm. You cannot buy them at new Babbage. You cannot buy them at Port Olizar. You cannot buy them anywhere else, but in Orison. Mm-hmm. Once you buy them at Orison, they are in Orison's inventory, yes. your inventory on Orison. So if you set your home point to be new Babbage, you now have to either claim all your ships to Orison in order to install those quantum drives on there, or you have to fly them there. And if you got a C2 with the stock Quantum drive, if you start there, you if you start now, you should be there by Tuesday. <laughs>
1: damn, <laughs> damn. Remember I said earlier, the, this, this whole new inventory thing is going to change the way we play the game. So uh-huh. all I can tell you is go in understanding that and maybe have a few drinks beforehand so that you can get yourself ready because it is definitely changing the way we play the game. The inventory management thing takes a little bit to get used to. And I'm glad that GoMap mentioned that because I, did my normal routine at our corp, where I usually buy all my gear. When I start up, I get all my gear. And then from there I fly to Porto. So I got all my stuff, I was excited. I put on my flight suit and I went and got in my ship. I wanted to try out the 400. I said, I'll fly the 400 to Porto. I fly, I get to Porto and then I get to Porto and I'm like, oh man, um, I don't have my helmet. I I didn't put my, next thing you know, I hit my eye for inventory, not Moby glass, eye for inventory, had nothing on me nothing Uh-oh. other than my flight suit and that was because as go said when you purchase stuff it's at that location it was still at our because i had not put it on my person so make sure what you carry on you is what goes with you if you just buy it mm-hmm. it's at whatever that location is so just understand I got a good that. One for you mm-hmm. i
0: got a good one for you griff i was i was flying around and the game crashed mm-hmm. and i was i it came back in the ship or something, and I didn't have a flight, oh no. I put tried to put the, a flight suit on and somehow it didn't actually go on. It went into a box.
1: Oh, the box, I yeah. Could
0: not, now, I couldn't open the box. I couldn't loot the box. I couldn't equip the box. I couldn't do nothing with the box except kick it around in, in, <laughs> in the deck. So now I don't have a flight suit. I can't land on a space station because I can't get out of the ship. I gotta go all the way back to home place, home station, all the way back to Area 18 to get a
3: helmet. Dark Knight, I got a fix for you. Ready? Get yourself an 890 jump, and then you got a docking collar, and you can walk inside.
0: (laughs) Hey, the 400 has a docking
1: collar. Oh, (laughs) God. Yeah, right. I swear to God,
0: that was just... You gotta carry multiples, man. Carry multiples. Carry at least a flight suit and a helmet in your yeah, ship. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Definitely
1: double. keep them oh, in your yeah. ship. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. When you buy your flight suits and stuff, guys, buy two or three right off the bat mm-hmm. and yeah. put them in your ship. One on you, one in one your on ship, ship. And maybe one, one on your in your hab on the station, wherever you're at. Right. Mm-hmm. That way, you, they'll, no always matter what, them. you can always have access to them. Yep. Very good, very good advice. Okay, let's jump on to this next one, guys. We are running so behind. Um, I know, I know, I I know it is a lot to cover. I I agree a hundred percent. I agree. I agree. Um, let's do a giveaway. Yeah. Let's do, um, uh, you hitting, you hitting toward a giveaway that we should do. Okay. Maybe we will. Let's see. Um, yeah, Yeah, these people are so nice to be with us tonight. Uh, let's do this one. (laughs) Um, the crafting worlds. Um, this was, um, and planetary tech. Uh, let me start out with, uh, unique on this one. Uh, You know, Unique, over the last few years, we've seen them increasing this whole thing with planetary tech, we're on version four right now. Um, People have always raised that question about, you know, how will Star Citizen remain fresh, right? Because you and I both know back in the day when we first saw the Connie back in 2014, 15, we thought it was the most amazing thing. You go back and look at the Connie now, it looks like, you know what I mean? This looks like something from the 1990s or something. It doesn't look the same and even with the environments right the planets the moons all that stuff um what do you think about this cuz they spent a lot of time working on tools and people didn't understand why tools were so important right cuz we're so used to people just kind of handcrafting stuff or, or or what's it called when we generate stuff um procedural procedural generation right but they've put some real work into this thing with tools with being able to lay down bases or landscapes everything else so any thoughts on that
6: so, their vision is to be able to spin up a planet or a moon through the procedural capabilities of the code, but then to handcraft zones within it. Mm-hmm. So, to spin up a new solar system, four planets, 12 moons, you know, one or two suns, and then have locations that the players can live at, fight at, do all those nifty things mm-hmm. in a reasonable amount of time. say four weeks or eight weeks you know once a quarter there's a new solar system Mm -hmm. uh to keep the game expanding they need these kinds of tools that interact with their unique environment it's the most unique so take no man's skies right everything is built out Mm -hmm. automatically and then so inevitably you're going to see a bunch of repeats right Mm -hmm. eventually Mm -hmm. you just see it just humans are very good at seeing patterns Mm -hmm. so the randomness that that computer Software generates. So, their handcrafting is what helps break up that redundant pattern, even though it's quote random. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what's going to make it special. So, they need things in order to be able to keep the speed up in which they can churn out new content in a reasonable amount of time to keep everybody's interest. Mm. Interesting. So, I like it. I like it. And the tools are getting better. So, the whole. Life cycle is getting faster, mm-hmm. you know, to production. So, okay, Dark Knight,
1: Planetary Tools uh, and Tech. How you think? What you think about it so far?
0: Yeah, you, you, unique I hit it right on the nail on the head. But that one, that they're building these tools out to continuously be able to uh, put in more content, and uh, and especially when it comes to planets, it's a lot of work. There's a lot of variations in different uh, in, in, in different. Um, uh, texturing, uh, different biomes, uh, many different things like that. And then when you're trying to put together, you say 50 systems, Mm -hmm. you know, keep it, or keep it small, 50 systems, Mm -hmm. um, to spin each one out is going to take time. And if you're trying to handcraft every single planet that you're doing, it's going to take you forever. But if you have it, a system at least start the process, mm-hmm. and get most of the process together for you mm-hmm. with the different types of mesh and the and the shadings and uh, shaders and things, everything that would go to making the planet, and then put the handcrafted items in and 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 arrange them where they needed to be. Mm-hmm. It makes it much faster to do. Um, you mm-hmm. know, it's it's kind of like an. an, an take up too much, elite dangerous in a way when you go into a system at base, if it has not been explored yet, it takes the calculations from the star base or what the star actually is, how old it is, is it, what type of star is it? Mm -hmm. And it has all of that data wrapped uh, so that when it does generate that system, it knows that, okay, this type of star would produce this type of atmosphere on this type of moon. Mm. And so it needs to have these types of textures. Yeah. Uh, so I could see that happening with this when it comes to building out the different planetary tech, but now we're adding in the handcrafted uh, material on top of it, just like you unique mentioned.
1: Nice, nice. Let me give a shout out to, the DeWester the and uh, much bolder. Both of you all thank you all for the follow. Wammel says thank you for thanks the for follower. The follow. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And also to Big Black Gaming with the resub with the Prime sub. We appreciate that. Wammer, thanks hey, that too. Thanks for thank the you. subscription. And then Oscar Winterman. I love that. I was gonna say Oscar Wienerman, but Oscar Wienerman. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for thanks that follow. For follow. Yeah. We appreciate that. Thank you for hanging out with us tonight. Um, yeah, I, I this whole thing with the planetary tech and tools, I'm thinking the same thing you all were saying about how quickly this will allow them to churn out stuff. Kai, I wanna come to you and then I'm gonna go to GoMab and then FC. Kai, from talking to you and talking to many of the people in the um, Elite Dangerous community, one of the things that um, I was not aware of, of, I've learned so much from listening to you guys. Um, One of the things I learned was, and tell me if I'm wrong, because this is what I heard, was that there were people who had been working on the engine in Elite Dangerous Uh in the beginning. And many of them over time, those original people aren't there anymore. And so, and like a lot of companies, right? People rotate out and everything else. But in some ways there are people who believe that because those people who really understood the engine and knew how to use it are gone, that that's had impact Uh on the development of Elite. And my question is, did CIG in some way or else kind of protect itself, give itself a little protection by creating tools that allow anybody who comes on board to be able to do the work that they want to be able to do in the future. Uh, So it's not so dependent on people knowing the engine as much as is that they provided the tools. Now there's some other reasons why tools would be good and we can talk about that later, but I'm curious is to maybe, is that something that maybe has helped them so that somebody can come in who maybe just started last year, but they can kind of get spooled up real quick and learn how to create these worlds and I have to be kind of held back from maybe not understanding the historical past of the engine and all this other stuff. And I don't know, maybe I'm talking outside of my neck, but I'm just kind of curious what do you think?
3: I mean, I don't know about all that. You need somebody smarter than me to really answer that well. I can tell you, um, I think there's it's to me, it's very fungible when you talk about, oh, this is a tool or this is an engine. It's all the same. It's a thing that you created to make the game that you're making. Mm-hmm. I think the difference though with CIG versus Frontier is I feel like Frontier made some very smart, very clever, very calculated shortcuts at the beginning of the process Mm -hmm. and now find themselves painted into a corner, whereas CIG took love them or hate them. You can criticize it or you can praise it. They took no shortcuts. They did everything intellectually honest from jump. And as a result, they're now, I think it took them much longer to get started, much longer to get to where they are. But where they're at now, they are much more agile and able to move forward without like everything Frontier seems to do is like, oh, we're going to take one step forward. That broke 10 things whereas when you build it all on a strong foundation like it seems CIG is doing every step forward is one step closer to your your your, your goal mm. um, i think this this talk this is the one correct me if i'm wrong was this did this one i know this this one included the riverbeds mm-hmm. this one also included the the base building stuff, or that was the next one?
1: Um, that
3: part of this one?
1: <coughs> they showed the base so, building stuff in the first yeah, one yeah, with Life yeah, in the Books some of it here okay. <laughs> with the Rastar. Yeah, the Rastar was in here. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. there we
3: go. I I, I, I I thought this talk was great. I only got, you know, one out of every, like, I only got a fifth of it. We get uh, it. Yep. i I thought it was fantastic. I love the sort of where they were showing the different types of the, the river thing and, and all of the stuff with the different sort of, I, I just, I, I thought it was great. I, I, um, I think that there is definitely a value to having the fundamentals built and doing it in order, as opposed to taking shortcuts because shortcuts leave you painted into a corner. Mm. That's it. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Okay.
3: And and the, the, my last observation is, hey, how is it that GoMAB and Unique, uh they I think worked ahead of time. They uh, collaborated with each other. There was some collusion because oh oh, Unique just changed his stuff because you they for a while there they had the same ship up in the back of them. They both had the four hundred eye, but Unique <laughs> oh, just changed his thing.
1: Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Go Mab. Can you talk a little bit about what are the benefits to building these tools outside of star citizen? Is there some benefit for CIG, uh, in the sense of a business model for other games, or is it something that's exclusive? I mean, what's there, you know, how, how can these tools be something that go just beyond, you know, building worlds for us? Well,
4: yes. So part of these, part of the benefit of CIG building these tools is, um, it's to benefit their relationship with Amazon, right um the the cig is going to make great money on this game but they're going to make more money licensing these tools back out into the market specifically to amazon uh in their deal with lumberyard Mm -hmm. right we know that Mm -hmm. so um you know amazon is is providing the Underlying engine as well as the servers that the game is running on, and CIG is developing the game tools, game development tools that I mean, games like New World are being mm-hmm. um, developed with. Right, mm-hmm. so it's a it's a mutually uh, beneficial. Now, mm-hmm. I, I will say to to Kaizen's point, you you said CIG didn't take any shortcuts. I I, I have to disagree okay. on that, and e- even um. Even they they even said it on I don't know if it was during our Bar Citizen or C- citizen Gone, but it was kind of like they say, yeah, it's kind of like we have to put the skeleton and back into the body, right? Like where they're building out, like they're they're trying to build out these fundamental underlying systems where they probably should have done that before. Um, my 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 analogy has always been that. Uh, Star Citizen is like a bodybuilder, the biggest bodybuilder you've ever met that has never been to leg day. It's very, very huge up top, right? But the the it's walking on some twigs, and if you blow it in hard enough, it'll just fall over. So, um, so you know. But right now they they just discovered leg day, and so they're like, hey, we we're, we're doing squats, we're doing calf raises, we're doing all these good things to kind of prop this thing up. Right. But in the meantime, I'm like, well, let's get off the bench press because you're just getting heavier up top (laughs) while you're trying to build these underlying systems. So yes, they did, they, this, the steps that they skipped were they went for the pretty because that's, but it's understandable because that's how they paid for the development, right? This was this was not backed by a studio. They didn't have mm-hmm. like you know they did have investors, but they didn't have you know uh, huge amounts of seed funding from outside. Say, hey, here's here's a billion bucks. Go build a triple A game. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, while I understand it, yeah, I do. You know,
1: it's it's interesting uh, that you would say that, and go mad because in a way I, I get it. Um, I'm not sure if I agree, but I get it because I might maybe I do right. agree because it is interesting. How do you sell a product, right? because in general, as consumers, we need something visual. You know, you can tell me all the theory of what what you want to do all you want, right? But the, the theory isn't what's, I mean, we can sell the vision a little bit, but having something tangible, whether it's like you said, the visuals or the graphics is really the thing that drives a lot of us, right? Even though a lot of us do enjoy the vision and the possibilities of what can happen. But the problem with that is, is that in the gaming industry, depending on how this is the thing I think why so many people are resistant to what's been happening, not you, but other people is that in the gaming industry, we've been very disappointed when we get tried to solo on vision. You know what I'm saying? Because people will tell you, Oh, this is the next greatest thing is this, we're going to do this, Is this. And then guess what? The company fails, right? Or they don't deliver. Or when you get it, you find out all you were looking at were cinematics, right? And none of the stuff that you thought was gonna be in the game was in it.
4: Or it becomes a cyberpunk.
1: Or or, or or yeah, I mean, and that's even more recent, right? Even the big name corporations that we've trusted and loved for so long, even they have failed to deliver recently. Before it was just kind of like those startups and indies, but now big names um, are failing. And so in a way there's a bit of cynicism within you the know, gaming community and some of it's rightfully should be there because the industry has created that. Uh, but at the same time, Yeah, how do you get the money and the funding and everything else? Because if we just sell it on theory and, oh, this is what we plan to do, but there's nothing visually there to make it happen. I mean, a lot of times people will talk about the mechanics, but until the mechanics are even developed, I agree with you. To a certain degree, it's the consumerism. It's the sell of that trailer, you know, of the possibilities of what can happen. There's no guarantees, but... Man, that 600 I looked good when it flew across the screen. You know what I mean, and that's yeah. what got me to buy. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. because I played the game and saw the all of the 600 I could do, and I bought it. I bought the 600 so, yeah, because it looked good and, it, and because of the possibilities.
4: Yeah, I understand why they did it, mm-hmm. I, and, mm-hmm. I, and, and 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 to your point, I don't see based upon what they're trying to accomplish. Right? Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not just going out and building another you know, mm-hmm. open world triple A game. Right. Right. Where a storyline is on multiple rails, right. Mm-hmm. They're actually uh, expanding the the possibilities of gaming into a whole other realm that no other game is even attempted. yeah. Right. So, you know, and they're doing it crowd funded. So they had to do something different. They mm-hmm. had to, they had to keep the people engaged. It, it, They've always said, hey, look, if we didn't have to maintain mm-hmm. the PU
2: mm-hmm.
4: and, and and satisfy the test base mm-hmm. or the player base mm-hmm. that treat the PU as if it's a released game, mm-hmm. I swear, the folks are so salty,
2: <laughs>
4: but you're, you're in an alpha of an alpha, right. like you're not even...
2: <laughs> it is a tech <laughs> demo at this point <laughs> that you
4: get to play around in <laughs> and tell them what's broken. Mm-hmm. You're mad,
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: uh, yeah. You know
4: what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and that, yeah. so that's so the fact that they have to like you know rock those babies to sleep every night,
1: mm-hmm.
4: it slows down their ability to to actually develop and work on the game on one side, but it also the feedback mm-hmm. as as salt covered as it may be. Mm-hmm also gives them insight as to where they need to focus so it's 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 a it's you know but all in all it does you know they they did have to cut some corners
1: Mm -hmm. in order to 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 make this what it is today okay fc yeah it's on you and then we're going to go to the next one
5: I just want to say to, to, to go mad. Some of us have bad leg game because some of us have bad legs. So that, <laughs> the, the upper 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 body is all we can focus on. So I'm just I'm just gonna let just say that, okay?
3: But I mean, when you're a Greek god like Fastcard, you, you rely right. on just your upper body.
5: Well, your
4: your legs are just wheels. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just looks, your legs yeah. are
3: wheels, and they're, they're, your, your wheels are
6: strong. And it's stronger than my legs, yeah. probably too. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> All right.
1: Okay, let's go ahead and hit this next one. Of course, my mouse wants to work at crazy now. Um, let's fry our brains with. Uh, let me. No, you know what? I don't know. Boy, we're really running late tonight. Why is my mouse acting up? Enough? This might have to be a two-parter, Griff. You know what? Yeah, I know. Should we just do that? I mean, should we just do that? I mean, should we just do do a two-parter? What do you guys think? I know we've got, like, a nice group of people here tonight. Tonight's...
3: and like, tomorrow's a holiday, so I'm, like, no, we can Kai, do it Kai, harder, but we can also call it whatever you want,
1: Yeah, man. I mean, Kai, not to be funny, man, we did the Bar Citizens Friday. <laughs> oh, it's been a long weekend. Can I, I'm going to leave it up if, to chat. If, chat, said, chat says, let's go to sleep. Bobby said, let's go to sleep.
3: <laughs> all right, all right.
2: I mean, <laughs> it, it, can, I, can I show, point huh? out?
3: Yeah. I, want, I want to point out one thing, please. If, sure. If, if, if we're going to end it sure. early, and I'm down to whatever, but, like, I want to point something out because I've heard a lot of stuff on reddit on the forums you know spectrum whatever Mm -hmm. there's a lot of salt about this sitcom and there's a lot of people that are like man we didn't see whatever i want (laughs) to i want i want to say something this sitcom to me i now yeah would i have liked a little bit of more sizzle what i've liked when when at the end when they threw it to chris roberts and he was saying his goodnight, would I have liked to one more thing? Okay, yeah, but I thought this sitcom was exactly what the project needed because this was not sandworms, this was not, we're going to throw you huge sizzle and hype for shit that is questionable as to when or where it'll ever get there. Mm-hmm. This sitcom showed that the project has matured to the point where they're showing you here's what we got, here's what you're getting in in the next three months, and here's what we're looking at in the next year. It was constructive, it was concrete, and it was showing you, like, this game has moved past the vaporware tech demo part and into more and more fulfilled game loops and concrete actual gameplay this game is growing up. And I thought that that was fantastic. So I just wanted to counter some of the, I've seen, and and honestly, the funny thing is, if you go on Reddit or if you go on the forums, you see people complaining nonstop about, "Eh, this sucked, this whatever. But the people that I've talked to in Discord, when you talk to, I think, the sort of silent majority, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people really, really loved this sitcom, Mm -hmm. really loved the you know like yeah okay maybe a little more sizzle yeah okay whatever but like they weren't on stage with the crowd this was a pre-record they were doing this is covid they were doing what they did but like i really thought it was good so if we're gonna call it for the night i just wanted to take a moment to point that out that it's like i i really thought this was legit awesome yeah. let me
1: let no, me let uh, go ahead, go man go
4: ahead no no you go i was gonna say you know, you know there was one very big thing that was conspicuously missing
3: of a lot water forty-two. yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
6: i think
4: I think that's because something. Mm-hmm. Coming mm-hmm. as far as an announcement. Mm-hmm. Yep. They yeah. didn't normally. They say, "Oh, this is where we're at." Was right. they, they 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 may have they may have brought up squads of forty two maybe five mm-hmm. times as if like yeah, and this is going to right. be important in squads of forty two. But right. moving mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. they did not spend any time nope. talking about the game that Chris Roberts is
0: London to finish.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. good
0: point. I need to think about that.
2: Yeah. People, yeah. We all
0: know. Thing, thing. Thing. And people were complaining about that. It's like, good point. Go-
2: people yeah. need
1: to
0: think between the lines,
1: man. Yeah. Like, look, yeah.
0: if they didn't say anything mm-hmm. now, it doesn't
4: mean that it's gone.
1: Right. That means mm-hmm.
4: it's probably closer than it's ever been, which, you know, by the laws of physics and time, that's, of course. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> but I feel like it's, it's way more... Yeah, it's it's way more real. It's way closer. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the stuff that we got, like like the liberator, man. You know, if, if Squadron Forty Two or systems and stuff, they got to have a way to move ships that may not include capitals. Just, you know, just mm-hmm. keep that in the back of your head when people start throwing salt. Yeah, there's they they told you what they could tell you, and then what they were willing to tell you. They didn't tell you everything about. what
3: And a lot of the people that are complaining. Like, they're the exact same people that if we had Sandworm, if we had, like, crazy weird hype of, like, and we're gonna do whatever, and it was just something that wasn't tied to anything that we know is in the works, those are the same people that would have just been like, here it is again, CIG, just making shit up, this is all vaporware, but then when they do one where it's legit and concrete and by the books, and (laughs) then it's like, where's the sizzle (laughs) on board, and it's like, all right, like, Complainer is going to complain, whatever. Have some haterade and chill out, smoke a joint.
2: <laughs> let, me,
1: let me, let me say this and we, we are going to wrap yeah. it up. And maybe what we'll do is on our Thursday night show, we'll finish off the next three finish. sections and, and we'll hit that. Cause that'll be an open community that want to come in. Uh, let me say this. Um, one of the things that's difficult about doing, and many of you all know this over the last year with COVID, for those of you who work and interact with people all the time, transitioning to this whole being teleconferenced, Zooming and you know Microsoft things, all this stuff, right? It's changed the way we've had to communicate. And unfortunately, by not having a physical convention, one of the things that for any of you who've been to a Star Citizen convention or any gaming convention for that matter, you know that it, the interaction with people is probably 50% or more than the event itself. Uh-huh. And so it is tough to do a virtual convention um, because when normally you're at a CitizenCon, the level of interaction is not just what we see on the stage when we have speakers and panels, but it's also the dynamic of being able to talk directly with these people. It's the Q and A when people who've been backing can stand up at a microphone and ask a question and right then and there, Tony Z responds to you or Todd Pappy answers a question. It's afterward being able to walk up to Chris and not only get his signature, but spend two or three minutes or four minutes talking with him about something and him listening. There's all these dynamics that happen to the convention that is a bit lost on this and so that personal side of it is probably the thing i missed most as far as the information that was there it was great we mentioned this at the beginning of the show i did miss seeing tyler on screen seeing disco on screen seeing the the offbeat jokes i even missed the flub the technical thing that doesn't happen a couple. That usually, but i'm talking about the one where we get the crash and everybody cheers you know, oh, before okay. it was <laughs> yeah. it was a crash, and oh my God, now it's like, yeah, we got the crash, you know what I mean, all of that stuff that makes a Citizen con really special are those things that for me, were missing. But I will hey, can say I this that? yeah, sure, go, go ahead. ahead.
5: Go ahead.
1: No, okay. I was going to say, we talked about this on Paul show a little bit, too. They did some things different this year. We saw more devs than we normally see. There were a lot of people's faces that we had never seen before. Not, diversity who spoke. Not the diversity, but different faces. Not, Not the same faces. Right. Exactly right. There was only one female, and there was little other diversity outside of that. Um, but even um, even outside of the diversity part, we did hear from different voices. And some of those people who spoke you know, as we all know, I'm sure they had to do it on a volunteer basis because these people aren't necessarily public speakers and they're not, you know, they don't have all the charisma that disco has, right? But being able to sit and listen to them and hear genuine, sincere developers talking to the community is something that we should not take for granted because there are a lot of games out there that don't have that. Amen, Kai? They don't have the devs talking Uh directly to them where you can ask these really good questions. So... But, you know, we want you guys to kind of keep that all in perspective. Also, um, over this past year, they were still dealing with COVID. Uh, wow. Go, Map. to your point, I agree with you 100%. I think we are gonna see something because the silence has really been real recently. And I don't think it's just because they don't have something to say. I really know that Chris is trying to keep um, Squadron 42 as being something that it's very, you know, it's like making a Star Wars movie, right? Everybody signs the thing, can't talk about it. And I think we're reaching that stage now. Beyond the newsletter that comes out, you don't hear anything. Uh, it's but, but it's we'll time see. to
6: start separating the two things. They're not... Yes, they're Yeah. 42 and Star Citizen. They're really yeah. two separate games and yes. they need to yes. try it that yes. way. Yes. I, just,
5: mm-hmm. I, I, I just wanted to add to Griffin's point. It's, uh, in the beginning of the show, when you asked me about, uh, ask, ask, asked about to give this, this kind of rating, it was really hard for me to give it a rating because I had to separate the fact that there wasn't the community. The community aspect was missing, mm-hmm. so I had to make sure I didn't I didn't weigh, weigh that against it mm-hmm. um, by, by by giving my, my seven because if, if it was just if it was all that included, I would have probably give me the five and a half or a six. Mm-hmm. But I, I had to separate that from my mind and remember, okay, this is just the is con and not the thing that, 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 that mm-hmm. I miss the most about the, the the community hanging out with people. Yeah.
0: Watch parties helped. Watch parties oh, watch helped. Watch parties helped. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it usually that's helped. what happens.
1: Like, cause even when it's in another country, <laughs> that's what folks will do. And it does help. You're right. The interactions yeah, are there and you can have fun help. with it. But let me say this to you in 2016, for those who went to LA will tell you that was one of the most disappointing <laughs> conventions, but nobody who went said, I wish I didn't go because we still had a great time. When we got together with people, even though we were hoping to see that vertical slice and it didn't happen, at the same time, I would have not traded it for anything, even though we didn't see it. We were still excited because getting together with the community meant that much. And I didn't realize that, how much it meant to hang out with the voices and the people that maybe I had been talking to for months or years online, and then connecting with those people, literally spending, even though at that time in 2016, Fast Car, what the convention may have been three hours long total, but we ended up spending like 12 hours together at oh, barbecues, yeah. <laughs> at the bar, at Bar Citizen. You you spent three hours at the convention and probably another 17 hours hanging out with people. So
5: And in 2018, some of us didn't leave until, until they, 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 they told us we had to go. 3 a.m.
6: Yeah,
5: right. 3 right. a.m. we figured it, out it, how it, COVID started. It, it, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> get out. Yeah, You ain't got to go home, but you got to get out of here. Very true. Wow.
1: Very true. Well, listen, thank you all for, especially those of you who are watching. Thank you all for hanging out with us tonight. We started a little late because we had technical issues and we are definitely past our normal time, but thankfully it's a holiday tomorrow for many of you. If not, thank you all for sacrificing and hanging out. We had a really great panel tonight, Dark Knight, Go Mab, Unique, uh, Fast Cart, our special guest Kaizen. All these guys are so smart and they share such great perspectives on Star Citizen. So I, I wanna tell all of them too, thank you, because it has, again, it's been a long weekend. And yesterday, all of us put in a lot of time watching and rewatching the episodes so that we could try to talk a little bit intelligently uh, about what we saw over this weekend. Uh, Fast car, real I quick. I talked intelligently? Yeah, you talked intelligently tonight. Yeah, absolutely, you did. Oh my. All right, so let's do this. Um, Let's uh, fast car is next week. Can you talk a little bit about the bar citizen because I'm gonna uh, mm. that this this week. Tell, tell folks well, tell folks a little bit about what happened this weekend, and then we can talk about next weekend if that's okay.
5: All right. So uh, this, this past weekend, we uh, this past Friday, we had a bar well, citizen. It was awesome. We had I want to say about a dozen, well at least ten CID um, type um, stop by and said and said hello. We had a um, I, I want to say we had like 77 people there, uh, 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 all at once, and it was really fun. We, we went to uh, different groups and had different discussions, and we're going to do it again on the 16th. I'm going to drop the information into Twitch chat, and it's, it's co-hosted by, uh, by the AXA club, so Citizen Test Squadron, and Yacht Club BC. So I'm going to drop a link, click on it, and you have to, um, oh, it's, it's above the character limit, but I'll do in a moment. its um, You have to register, and you're, you're gonna email. Make sure you keep the email in your inbox. Don't let it go to spam, don't let it go to, to trash, because you'll need that to join us on the day of the bar Citizen. That's Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, 7 p.m. UTC, and we're gonna talk, talk about um, the card.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Very, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let me awesome. go back to our studio image here. Uh, I was trying to bring up, and please forgive me, my mouse has just finally given up tonight. I, this has just been technical night. I think the gremlins are just all over the place here. Uh, let's see if I can get this to work. I don't think I can. Okay, um, anyway, I was gonna show a picture. Maybe we'll do that on Thursday, from, but we had a really great time. Um, like Fast Car said, this is the most CIG people we had. I think he said, title said there were 15 people total that came through. Um, we had some of the other devs that we don't often get to hear from. Um, and even Disco stuck his head in for about five minutes just to say hi because he was still working, prepping for, uh, for the CitizenCon. Uh, but it was a really, really great time. And those of you, please make sure you register for next week. Please, please, please. And, and if, if, trust me, if you, if you came last week, you know, you're more than welcome to register again for this week. Um, let's see. The other thing that we want to talk about is, uh, we had something also rather special happen this week. It was Fast Cart's <laughs> birthday. Yeah! So birthday. Fast, birthday. Fast Cart hey. celebrated another birthday. For those of you who don't know, Fast Card traditionally always celebrates his birthday just a couple days before the Citizen Con. And unfortunately, over the last two years, we haven't been able to get together and hang out with him. Usually, folks get together, we go someplace and just cheer him on and wish him the very best. And we didn't get to do that. So, uh, we do want to say happy birthday, Fast Cart. We didn't forget about happy it. Birthday, we, Fast we just want to tell you that, and we somebody else wants to say happy birthday to you, so I want you to be prepared, okay?
2: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Fast Cart. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday to you.
1: Alright, so you. Appreciate, that. you appreciate that? Okay, <laughs> instead of us singing, we figured we let Whammer do it, okay?
5: No, <sighs> I just going to say, at the, at the end of the last Bar Citizen, everyone sang off key and, 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 and out of sync.
1: Mm. That was
5: the best send off of a Bar Citizen and a birthday <laughs> I've ever had. <laughs>
1: It was also the I worst rendition of that. Happy Birthday I ever heard, oh, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> it okay. was the best
5: one for me. I oh appreciate it, I, I love the community, thank you. That
1: was truly, truly torture <laughs> was listening to that. Um. Anyway. I loved it. I'm sure you did, my friend, I'm sure you did. Okay, so listen, Um. again, this Thursday, we're gonna probably pick up on part two. I don't even know if there's an ISC this week with them coming off CitizenCon. So if even if there is, we'll try to touch on a little bit, but we are gonna hit on the last few sessions Uh. from the um, bar system. Oh no, everybody's picture disappeared because I didn't have time to copy you guys over. I'm so sorry, um, but I will it's come back good. in a second. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, this next Sunday is going to be our show called Emergency Medical Gameplay in Star Citizen. Wow, Elevens Hanger. That's thank really you so smart. much for giving out that gift sub. We appreciate that. Thank, thank you. you. And Black Dice, we didn't mention it earlier again. Thank you for that follow. Um, yeah, so we want to be able to... Uh, have a conversation next week about emergency. There's new medical stuff in the game. You guys know about the whole thing that's popped up now with um uh what's it called? Uh not Death of a Spaceman, but the whole thing with, you know, when you get What's it called when you fall out and you can't get up? Oh, the, um, downtown. Downstate. Down, down down downstate. Down downtown. Downtown. <laughs> downtown. Downtown. Yeah,
2: downstate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the downstate. Yeah, I went into the, into the pharmacy and saw there were six new six drugs in there. I'm like, ooh, this, look at this. Yeah, there's, there's all types of new stuff coming mm-hmm. out. You're, you're now your new, uh, your, uh, what's it called? The Moby, the tool, what's it called? The, what's, yeah. the, what's the tool called? The multi-tool. You got multi-tool, that. Yeah. yeah, you've got the, the other girl you're thing. Like, Cure life. Cure life. I mean, all this cool mm-hmm. stuff that's in there that we got to go and have fun. Yes, thank you, Jade. And new missions, new missions yes, in the so game. All those
0: missions pop it up. Uh-huh. Yes.
1: So those are pop it up. Everywhere. If you're interested in this whole <laughs> medical thing and getting in there, and hopefully, even though PTU is at wave one right now, we would expect that this week, hopefully, it will move into wave two. More people can jump in, but we can tell you it's a lot to think about, a lot about changing the way you're going to play Star Citizen, but for the better. It might seem a little brutal, but trust me. It's making sense. It's all starting to come together, Chris's vision. So just kind of keep that in mind, all right? Because Chris Roberts, what? Chris
3: Roberts said so.
1: All right, Chris Roberts said so. All right, so that's what we're gonna do. All right, so- um, I think Whammer's a little tired, man. His eyes Yeah, a you man. look a little beat. Come to me. <laughs> so anyway, Dark Knight, Go Map, Fast Card, Unique. Thank you all. Kaizen, brother, as always. Buenos días. Yes. We appreciate you, man. We really do appreciate you. He's over there with his new world having a ball.
3: <laughs> yep. my bears.
1: <laughs> I know. I, I know.
3: I, I, I'm playing New World, but I'm talking to the people on the greatest Star Citizen show in the whole damn verse. <laughs> Soul Citizens. <laughs> the mail. Yeah, you we time
1: appreciate time we appreciate <laughs> that. We really do. Thank you. Alrighty. So my understanding is that tonight, as I mentioned earlier, we are rating the man himself paul shelley the astro pub who is in the process of doing his charity benefit for doctors without borders he's got another seven hours and 12 minutes that he has to be on so you guys need to charge him up and pump him up and keep him going and again if you dig what he's doing feel free to support him he's a great guy thank you all again for hanging out with us tonight we appreciate you and uh until we see you guys next time, as always, as we say, peace, love and soul take care, have a great night and a great week and enjoy the holiday tomorrow. peace out yeah Nanu Nanu.